Podcast Nation, episode 230, back once again. <laughs> sure about that? Uh, that's what it says in the teleprompter, so uh, we'll, we'll just go with that. Uh, with you once again, we've got Joel, also known as Five Spot on the PSN, and of course his Twitter feed is at Five Spot Joel. How's it going, sir? It's going very well. Glad to be here as always. Yeah. We, we tore him away from Call of Juarez just to do the show tonight. It was tough. It was very tough, but I managed to peel myself away for just what I'm hoping is about a half an hour so I can get back to it as soon as we're done. I had to, Josh, I had to call his neighbors and have them go over because he had his headphones on just full blast. Well, you had to call the neighbor across the street because the ones right next to me were over here playing with me. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah. 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 So call, call a Juarez cul-de-sac is what this is being called now. And, of course, Josh Langford, also known as PJF Josh on the PSN and on Twitter. Hey, buddy. Hello. Hello. So did you uh, survive the earthquake? (laughs) Barely. Barely? You're still here. That was kind of freaky. (laughs) Well, it was funny because you and I were in L.A. when when an earthquake happened last year, and neither of us realized it. Yeah. And then this time, I'm, I'm sitting here... I was working from home today. I'm on the phone with Lou. She's in Manhattan. And as we're talking, I'm hearing all this noise over by the TV. And I'm thinking, what is that? Is something in the wall? Because things sound like they're shifting and moving. Yeah. And I look over and I'm trying to figure out what it is. And then all of a sudden my chair starts swaying. And I'm like, holy shit. This is an earthquake. <laughs> and Lou was like, what? How do you know my chair is shaking? I'm like, it's an earthquake. <laughs> We're in an earthquake. <laughs> but only your chair is the one shaking. That, that's it. It's this big earthquake that the entire eastern seaboard could feel. But it's yeah. just your chair. It was, it was pretty wild. And the whole chair was shaking. The house was shaking a bit. I, I mean, I felt the whole thing. I was like, wow. I had always wanted to feel an earthquake, but, you know, I don't really want to be in an earthquake. <laughs> but... I'd heard what it feels like, so I recognized it immediately, and I was like, wow, that was pretty wild. That was really kind of crazy. Yeah, Twitter just lit up when it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who needs CNN nowadays, hey? We've got Twitter. Seems exactly. To be the earlier news, anyway. Well, that was the thing. I, I started searching online, and I couldn't find anything. I'm like, well, Twitter knows. And then I found uh, the U.S. Geological Survey, USGS, um... Of course, they have recent earthquakes. <laughs> and it was like 150 whatever, Virginia, 5.8. I was like, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to patent that uh, saying, by the way. Twitter knows. Yeah. Patent pending, patent pending, <laughs> patent pending. And of course, uh, well, might as well introduce myself. Uh, I'm Glenn, also known as Torgo on the PSN. And I'm usually the one on our uh, Twitter feed, which is at PS3Nation. So you should check that out too, yo. Yeah. No, I didn't feel the earthquake here, but apparently, Joel, didn't you say some people in uh, Milwaukee felt it? Yeah, I didn't feel it personally, but there were a few buildings downtown Milwaukee that actually evacuated. <laughs> because learned. apparently they felt it. And then I know that watching Sports Center here earlier, <gasps> I like sports. There was talk about the Cleveland Indians uh, game. They actually played a, re- a replay of the announcers talking about the press box was shaken, and they were befuddled. They're like, those two guys from ESPN jumping around back there again? <laughs> they, they didn't even realize it was an earthquake. So it was felt all the way to the Midwest, although probably a lot less than where it was there on the eastern seaboard. Actually, it was just the action cam. Could be. 
Yeah, my old college roommate in Northern Virginia, much closer to it, obviously. His whole house was shaking. Things were falling down. His dog was completely confused, which annoyed him. <laughs> Rub, get the rook out of here! Because <laughs> yeah. he said, I thought dogs were supposed to warn us of these things. This dog has less idea what's going on than I do. <laughs> Time for a new dog. You gotta go to the pet store like, hey, this dog's defective. I want one of those earthquake-smelling dogs. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. What you got is a cadaver dog. It can smoke cadavers. <laughs> like, I need that! Oh, man. Well, besides Earthquake Talk, we're going to be talking a couple new releases uh, for even PSP and PS2. <gasps> uh, a little bit of news, what we're playing. Review of Call of War as the Cartel. Review of Street Fighter Third Strike, yo. Uh, a little bit of talk on home. And a plethora, and I do know what one is, a plethora of emails and voicemails. So, yeah. I don't know. Let's kick right into that, too, because uh, a couple of pretty decent new releases next week. Yeah, the first one sort of snuck up on us, or it snuck up on me at least. I don't know about you guys. Me too. Hmm? Body Count is coming out another, next week. Wait, another rhythm game? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get to be Ice T's band? What oh, yeah, the hell? Ice T's band. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Were, weren't they pimping Gears of War at <laughs> was it E3? Yeah, he's a uh, he's a big Gears of War player, so they pretty much hired him to to pimp uh, Gears Three this year. Mm-hmm. He's their whore. Do you do think it. cops will be protesting this game? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, huh? Oh yeah, that's oh, reaching yeah. back. Cop killer, yo. <laughs> that's pretty good. Well, Body Count is the spiritual successor to Black, which Ooh. was a game that came out on the PS2 and the, the, day. Well, the Xbox. Too, the X, X what? The Expo. The Xbox. Expo. The Expo. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's a Codemasters published game, and it's developed by the same studio who did Black, which is Guildford Studio. And so a demo Black. was re- released tonight on the store. Oh, sweet! I'll have to check that out. I didn't realize. Yeah. Black Black was a pretty good first person shooter, so this is this will be worth checking out, especially the demo. Well, the thing about Black was, I mean, it was literally like no story. It was just blowing shit up, and uh, from a technical standpoint, it really did a lot of things that. No other first-person shooter, especially on the PS2, really did. So it was—it's a fun game. It's—it's it's gun porn at its best. Then, of course, we've got Madden 12, which Madden. is hitting on on the PS3, the PSP. So we see a PSP release for the first time in a while, and even yeah. more rare these days, the PS2. Wow! It's also you know, go figure. Madden 12 it releases on everything. So it's like Bill Madden. <clears throat> Never exactly. Is it's, this a new game on, on the block? I. John Madden's oh, retarded on. stepbrother, Bill. I, I would, I would pretty much assume that the PSP and PS2 releases are just kind of roster updates. Yeah, the same <laughs> games last year, and well, they will have Probably. Soldier Field now. Y- yay! Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be the same stadium as old times. They'll just put Soldier Field underneath it. Nice, kind of like Mister Black. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you don't want to feel left out. You got to go by the Hall of Fame edition. Madden 12, which is a limited edition. There was only 125,000 of these made. <laughs> so you're saying that's pretty much on par with the uh, the concept art uh, from Uncharted 1 that I have, where like 150 were made. So these are exactly. pretty much the same level? Okay. Yeah, if, if you don't reserve this at GameStop pronto, you are going to miss out. So... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely want to get your pre-orders in, folks. 
Mm-hmm. No, I'm just Something kidding. Keep in your head a, helmet. They they say 125,000, but that's it's probably like a million. They just say that. It's a big scam. Of course. Pro tip. Pro tip. Big scam. No. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, there's an autographed card that comes with that from the recent inductee to the Hall of Fame, Marshall Falk. And we've been kicking around whether or not he personally signed these, which I think would be absolutely crazy if he actually signed no. all 125, I mean, one million of these things. <laughs> and uh, it he says he personally hand autographed it, but that just doesn't seem I'm right. I'm telling you, they have Bullshit. a machine that signs autographs the way he signs them, and he presses the button that says, sign 125,000. <laughs> and he pushes the button, so he uses his hand to press that button, which in turn signs it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a go-to meeting. They just switch over to him. They give him control. He hits his enter key. There you go. Done. Goes, Can I get paid now? <laughs> uh, mm. You also get an a gold, an eight-carat gold autograph card has been randomly inserted into a couple of copies of this. So you got that to look forward to. No, Those, no, 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 not one. a couple copies. One. There's copy. only one. Yeah, one solid, eighteen-carat <clears throat> autograph card. Yeah. Wow. It's hey? like winning the lottery, yo. But so the way, does the that way mean, gold is right now, you'd be you'd be pretty much like a Rockefeller at that point. Can I go to like Kmart and pick up platform? all the form? Pick up all the boxes? Like, nope, nope, nope. Hey, yeah, yes, yes. This is heavy. Does that mean one per platform, one for the three hundred and sixty, and one for the PS three, or one only, and you have to just guess? Probably one per platform. Not too sure. I'd almost assume. Come on, it's mm-hmm. EA. They got money just falling out of their pockets. That is a pretty cool insert, but the chance of winning that thing is... Uh, hey, Apu, I want to buy this beef jerky and this specific lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I only have enough money for one. Oh, oh. The beef jerky. <laughs> and last but not least, you get the Madden Ultimate Team which is featuring a combination of 13 NFL Hall of Famers and former Madden NFL cover athletes. All of whom have been hurt in some way. In their most productive season in the NFL as far as their stats. Including the latest. Who's on it this year? He got injured. Yes. On the the Hall of Fame editions, Marshall Falk on the actual game is Peyton on the regular. Who? Peyton Peyton Hillis. Hillis. Yeah, he got injured, like, yesterday or today. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and somebody took him last night in the draft. They're like, ah! Well, then he got his backup, though. He took his, he took Hillis's backup, too. Whenever Hillis gets hurt from the Madden curse. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> if you believe in the Madden curse, why not just go for the backup? <clears throat> well, maybe he did. Maybe yeah. somebody else took Hillis. That could be. So, yeah, an extra... Uh, let me do the math here. An extra 30 bucks. Gets you all this wonderful content for ninety bucks U.S. dollars. Or, excuse me, I'm a, I'm a penny off there. Eighty nine ninety nine. Yeah, get it right, man. <laughs> and then of course you because can buy all the DLC and all the other stuff. So you're probably going to be up to close to about four hundred dollars when it's all said and done. No, because you've spent to get your season ticket, so you're going to get all your DLC for twenty percent off. Woo hoo! Ah oh, uh, right. yes. And you can download the game on Saturday. Yay. Exciting yeah. stuff, peeps. Oh. To some people, that's a big deal. Uh, 
So that's it for new releases. Madden 12 across all PlayStation <laughs> platforms and Body Count. Indeed. Not to be confused with Ice-T, who is a cop on a TV show, which is really confusing. <laughs> Andy's a pimp. Andy's got a hot oh, yeah. wife with a big ass. Pimp of the <laughs> year. Pimp of the year, yo. All right. Well, on to the news. We only got a couple of items this week. Uh, obviously, this one is just uh, raining a shitstorm down on everyone. And I, the funny thing is, I think a lot of people knew this, like, two years ago. Uh, but... Uh, Shuhei Yoshida, of course, has uh, divulged the true reason as to why the PlayStation 3 does not have cross-game chat. And uh, who did he tell this to? I can't remember. Uh, it doesn't say in here, but he basically says that, says that there's not enough RAM. Uh, the, the bigger deal is that, because uh, they do have it working in the software now, but they'll never use it because a lot of older games just won't allow for it because the older games weren't really uh, optimized to have that section of memory free. So there's no way to get a lot of the older games working with it. So, yeah. So what do you, what do you guys think? Cross-game chat? Need it? Care? I don't care. Uh, me? I've never liked it. Like, I thought it was an awesome idea. And then when I used it on 360, I realized I don't want people from all their different games talking to me while I'm playing a game. I don't <gasps> like people talking to me while I'm playing a game. I like to pay attention to the... What's going on in the game? The music, the the dialogue, anything. You know, I like to pay attention to what I'm playing. The I know there's a lot of people out there that love it. <laughs> and for the people yeah. that actually play multiplayer, I like to be able to talk to the people <clears throat> that I'm actually playing the game with so that I can, you know, maybe coordinate with them. Yeah. Yeah. And there are a lot of people that love it. And I understand, you know, the reasoning behind that. It's It's a neat idea. But... For me, the practical realities of it is I'd rather play the game and pay attention to the game than pay attention to somebody else. I'll talk to somebody else after I play the game. I don't need to talk to them while I'm playing. Yeah. And the funny part about it is the Vita's probably going to have it. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It, it definitely is. They already said did it they is. they actually say definitely now? Okay. Yes, they they did. It was That was one of the big things. And everybody was like, oh, great, so the Vita has it and the PS3 doesn't? Well, and I think enough of that came up that... He finally had to say why. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm not too surprised. I mean, I kept hearing that that was one of the big sticking points, was that a lot of the uh, legacy games, even up to last year or even sooner, just weren't optimized <clears throat> enough to, to leave that section of memory open. And also, uh, there are certain games out there that don't release the memory once they take it. So it just was impossible to get these other games working with, with the system. And it's not really, you know, quote-unquote, universal cross-game chat when... Like seventy percent of the games out there don't work with it. So. We got a few people on our our website to chime in on this one. First one, Staffinator, and he says it's a feature I would have used a lot for sure. I use it all the time on the 360, and it sucks that the PS3 is not capable of doing so. Hmm. Hopefully, hopefully Sony take a lot more care with the PS4 operating system. And judging by the Vita, they have. Yeah, I think you're going to see I'm, a lot of inc- or a lot of a compatibility lot. between those two, even with the PS3. But I think when the PS4 hits. They're going to be the the the, the Vita is going to be such an extension of that system. Yeah. So will we see games on the PS3 that have cross game chat if you have the compatibility with the Vita and have a Vita? I would almost assume Ruin will. Yeah, that's a good point. We should and Wipeout. I, we should find out, obviously, but I'm pretty sure they have that functionality. But who would you chat with? Whoever you're playing against on the PS3 or the Vita. 
Oh, no, yeah, PS3 to Vita, but not anywhere oh, else. I see well, I mean, you can if you have a friend that has a Vita, you talk to him that way. I don't, I don't know. You hold the Vita up to your, like a, like a phone. Well, no, you got the little headset and everything. I mean, <clears throat> I've got a little PSP headset with a microphone on it. Oliver Clement just... says, I don't feel that I need cross-game chat. I can just message people. Yeah, I, so he I don't agrees know. agrees with you guys. I've used it How? once, and that's because a buddy of mine, I was just walking around the house talking to him. We this, guy is kind of, this guy, Paul Pablo, reminds me of Josh a little bit, except for he does, <laughs> he's uh, more of a single-player campaign guy. While I like to interchange a few messages with my friends before playing, I don't want to stay talking for hours. I have yeah. a 362, and sometimes I feel like I can't turn on the console for a few seconds without receiving an invite, chat, or a message. I'm a social person, but if I'm playing, I want to listen to the voices and sounds of my game. <laughs> the 360 is the Facebook of consoles. <laughs> 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 and then way too easy says this is our frequent visitor from australia it's hard to miss something i never had he obviously doesn't have a 360 maybe if it becomes central to the vita experience it would feel lacking in the ps3 but at the moment i really don't care holy shit we got a lot of comments on this one that's a hot topic that's a big passionate issue for a lot of people yeah that's true i like the party chat system better personally yeah. Where yeah. you get into a game, and if a game's got a good party chat going, I, it's it's you're in that game together, and it just makes more sense versus being all over the place. And there are other ways to talk. You know, you could use Skype, which a lot of people do. I know, I know, on the PS3, like the fighting game crowd of, at yeah. Retroids, we hear them say that a lot. So, yeah, it's a. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's it's a burden to to have to use something else to do it, but if you want to do it that bad. I can see where cross-game chat might work in that situation when they get the fighting games going, but isn't it limited to only four people? I don't know. I don't use it a lot on the 360, so I'm not, I'm not what? sure. Four pe- no, it's, what? you can do more than four people. How many can you do on the cross-game chat on the three? I knew it was, I don't think it's that much. 378. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, Were you both on a 360 podcast? You don't remember this stuff? <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive it's more than four people. It's, it can't be more than eight. I don't think I ever saw it hit a ceiling. Although, it, it, you get too many people in there and it just becomes a big clusterfuck, so I don't think you need that many people talking. For people who are you know opposite of what this guy said on our, our site here, if you're a super social gamer and you, you all you care about is chit-chat with people when you're online, I could see this being potentially upsetting, that they're not going to add this. But for folks like ourselves who... You know, I think we're more like Josh than we, we care to admit sometimes, Glenn. We get, <laughs> we, we get in our games and we want to focus on our games. Or, or we're busy. We've got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of games to play. I, I also get annoyed when I turn on my PS3 and it's just, hey, Joel, hey, 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 just constant messages. And it's like, I just want to download a game real fast. Leave me alone, please. <laughs> well, that was funny last night when you messaged me because uh, when I'm streaming, I turn the notifications off. So I'd ha- I never know, like, all these people are messaging me when I'm doing that. So I'll get done with the game, and it'll be like 10 messages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were going to get on and play some Third Strike, and then I saw Mark was playing it, and you were playing it, so I just oh. assumed. Oh, that's, that's too bad. If I would have known he was on, I would have hooked up with him. In, in other news, since we're such big PlayStation Home fanatics now, we can bring this <laughs> one to the table. <laughs> you take no, this that actually back. Is, this actually is, this is big news for PlayStation Home, and, and that is that they're going to be kind of redesigning it here in the fall and they've already got the design all laid out which i'm actually really impressed with when i first heard this news that they were going to redesign it i thought it was just that like we're going to redesign it 
sit tight. You'll see some cool stuff in the future. No, no, no. They've actually laid this all out. They even got picks, so I bet you this redesign's not too far off. And really what it's doing is it's making it more of a central hub. So it is taking everything and putting them into, what do they call this? Hub and districts design. Help you find games, people, and places. So it's got a, rather than having one huge lobby, sort of, that everything is connected to, or the, is that the downtown area, central hub? I forget what you call that main area and home there. Sorry. Central Plaza. Central Plaza. Thank you. Central Plaza. You'll rather you'll rather have different parts of a, a larger area, like an action district, a sports walk. Will they have updated sports scores and stuff like that? A pier with all sorts of games and stuff. So I don't know. I looked at all the pictures and I was reading the article. I encourage everybody else to do so. There's a lot of stuff to read through here with what they have plans. It's pretty pretty ambitious what they're going to do with this redesign. And it looks looks to be a pretty good redesign. Looks to make things. One of the things we've talked about these last few shows is how, or at least I've talked about it, it's how difficult sometimes or overwhelming it is when you get in a home. It's like there's all these neat things, and I know there's all these neat things, but the hell if I can find them. You know, I'm walking everywhere, walking up to strangers. Like, <clears throat> I know I'm not supposed to ask. I'm a man, but I'm lost. Please direct me. <laughs> I need Where my do home I go? GPS. <laughs> well, that seems to be really what this is aimed at. Um, specifically, because like they said in, in one of the articles, the one on Kama Sutra, there's roughly 230 games in home right now. Wow. Yeah. Who knows that? Who knew that? <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's crazy. 230 games in home. And if you had asked me, I would have said like maybe 30 or 40. It's <laughs> crazy. There's so much in there that people just well, have no idea. Well, what idea they consider a exists. game sometimes is kind of a loose translation of it, you know. It's because you got a lot still, of that older clunky stuff in there that's still there. But the point is, there there is a ton of stuff in there that people are completely unaware of. Oh yeah, definitely. And um, we've been talking about that the last couple of weeks. There, there's just so much going on in there that nobody even knows exists. So uh, a redesign is in order. There's you know, and maybe if they if they rework the infrastructure, there 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 are some problems there. You know, I, I think it was it's still in beta um, technically, and <laughs> I think because it is, you know, it was their first go at it, and they've learned a lot over the past couple of years, and now they can rebuild and and build it to suit the way people are using it, and get the load times a little bit faster. Get what would be nice really is when you get to a place that you're not walking around for five minutes with ghost people oh you know? yeah that yeah. people pop in a lot quicker and things like that just little things like that that could make the experience a lot more seamless and and just more fun well after i saw this news hit today i emailed jack buser and said so where in here is going to be the ps nation theater just wondering <laughs> <laughs> I think it's coming. <laughs> we can have our own place, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I don't Sweet. want that. Then I'll have to do more videos. No! Well, and then what about um, clubs that are actually clubs that aren't capped the way they're capped? Capped at 32 people, yeah. that That is really a pain in the ass. Really a pain in the ass. I'm still fairly new to the whole home club thing. So I had... Went in there the other day, and all of a sudden I was in PS Nation Club chat. 
That's because <laughs> you're a member of the club already. Oh, I'm like, how did that? Who? Yeah, what? you automatically huh? get put into the. It, it, it's almost like its own little party system. So you automatically go into if you're a member of a club, and you automatically go into that, and then you can use. It's almost like uh, using IRC from the past. You have to use different tags to go to different channels, like slash yeah, L or slash P for public, I think, or something like that. Oh, here I thought I was just cool. I'm like, oh my god, people recognize me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they don't. No. <laughs> no, then, it, then reality set in. Like, I have nobody. Hello. Yeah. So pretty cool. Yeah, and like Josh said, they're going to be, the redesign is going to include faster load times. Woohoo! Yeah, the pictures look great, too. I'm, I'm really interested to see this. There's just a lot more scope. Yeah, it looks like a larger living, breathing world rather than just one central plaza and a bunch of little offshoots of it. Definitely. Cool Looking stuff. forward to it. All right. And the last next, one. Next bit of news, Josh. <laughs> hmm? You put this one in. Did you watch this video? This next uh, news? No. No. Okay, great. No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, it looks like news. Put it in there. <laughs> I read through but it I saw quickly. The cool picture. I saw the cool picture of the Vita sideways, and I thought, wow, neat. <laughs> well, Little Big Planet for PS Vita. A touch of creation was up on the Sony blog. We're including it here in our... Our show, and they've got some neat stuff coming to the Vita as far as Little Big Planet. They demonstrate some design tool within the touchscreen where somebody basically draws a map with their finger and then turns that into a, a board or a level. So the, the, the design is going to be more accessible potentially using the touchscreen. And then, like Josh said, they've, they, they demonstrate a game on its side where you turn your Vita over, sort of like you would like a uh, cell phone, smartphone, where you have the different layouts. Yeah, so obviously this really looks. It looks like it's perfect for Little Big Planet because just just the intuitive nature of the interface, uh, being able to use your finger instead of trying to move things around with the right stick, you know, or that kind of thing. Uh, this could get really interesting. Yeah. Huh. It, yeah, this it looks is really cool. Yeah, I mean you the can, the. Oh, I'm sorry, Josh. The the uh, design tools in Little Big Planet are very cool, and I've seen some awesome stuff out there from the community. But when I try and use them to myself, it's not, I mean, it's intuitive, but it's, it's still pretty overwhelming. And to be able to figure that all out and make a, make a board is just something I don't have the patience for. So if they can make that whole interface more accessible with the touchscreen, then it, maybe I will dabble in making my own levels and things like that. So yeah. it's a neat concept. Yeah. We'll have to see how it turns out. Well, one of the things they showed off that's actually really cool. So with the touchscreen... Um, one of the one of the people there, they created a little stick man figure with their finger. They just drew a little stick man and then they dragged it around the screen and the game automatically records the movement and then when he lets go, the little man dances along that exact path. Oh wow. So it's as simple as that. You know? Man. I mean they're they're really taking advantage of everything the Vita has to offer. <clears throat> the screenshots just like gorgeous on this thing. I mean, yeah, I think they've really amped up the visuals as well. It takes it takes advantage of that nice screen on that thing. Yeah, I'm really interested yeah. to see what's going to happen with that one with you know the back touchpad and the uh, you know the front touch screen and, and this is the kind of thing that lends itself to touch controls and touch gaming really when you think about it because I don't think you're really playing the game too much with the touch screen but you're actually using it to create these levels and uh, the, yeah. I, I think it looks cool. 
What a neat thing, too, to put the uh, the gyroscopes, the touchscreen, into the, the hands of users. Yeah. To be able to create their own levels and to be able to use the tools in the Vita to their advantage. That's pretty cool. I mean, there, you could make levels on the PS3 versions, obviously, but you're always using a controller. I mean, that's your input device. So to be able to expand that, you know, they can make some really weird, crazy designs using those other tools. Well, we even mm-hmm. saw a lot of that that in, in, intuitive nature of, of the uh, creation tools of Mod Nation Racers, where yeah. he was just drawing yeah. the track, you know, and, and it just looks so much easier <clears throat> doing it that way. And now that Mod Nation is going to be able to use all the stuff that's been created for Mod Nation on the PS3, I mean, you're going to get that game, and it's going to have so much content right out of the box. It's going to be cool. If only yeah, it was coming this year. Looks to be quite the franchise. It's right on the Vita right away, or soon to be. Yeah. And they've already had two iterations on the PS3. Indeed. Looks like this is a, a big-time Sony franchise for many years to come. I'm glad to see that they're, they're sticking with it, and the whole play-create-share concept has, has seen quite a few years under its belt now. Oh, somebody did have this one. I just did. Oh! <laughs> I wish there was more details, like what some of these had in them. Well... You know? No, I... Well, let me tell you about it. All right, SingStar Song Packs coming to the PSN. Yes, great. Well, you didn't read it, Glenn, or you didn't understand it, uh, which is probably the case. Uh, um, <laughs> what? Because I was... I, I skimmed through... I, I was looking at the list of packs, and I'm like, wait, these already all exist. Oh, do they? And they do. The whole point is, those Song Packs, which you could only buy if you started up SingStar and went to the little SingStar store. Oh. Now they're going to be on the PlayStation store. Hey, maybe uh, then if you lose your, your tracks and everything, you can actually get them back if you get a different PS3. Maybe. That would be awesome if that's what they're doing. They're changing up the... Novel concept. The DRM or whatever's on there. But the point is, they they even mention in here that new tracks, new packs will be coming to the PSN soon. Aha! Uh-huh. Um, but they're putting up all the tr- all the packs that are already available. So if you have SingStar and you bought one or two of these packs, you know, hopefully when you go into the store, it'll show a little bag, you know, a little red bag there that you've already bought it. Um, Probably not. Otherwise, that'd be kind of scummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder how um, they're going to translate that over or transition mm-hmm. it over. That'd be great, but I mean, considering the the process in place currently, where you got to get a hold of Sony to get your content back. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm wondering. Actually, I'm starting up my PS3 right now, so I can tell you. Oh God, Joel, we've lost him. We've lost him. <laughs> well, um, in, the, in the meantime, let's talk about the packs that we're still waiting for. Personally, Eddie Money. I'm still waiting for my Eddie Money SingStar pack. Honestly, Brian Adams money pack. (laughs) Cuts like a knife. Come on, people. You know Canada owes us for Brian. The Canadian government has apologized for Brian Adams on many occasions. (laughs) Buddy, Rick Springfield. I mean, come on. (laughs) Rick Springfield. He died in the first five minutes of Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) Oh, so is that like a a contractual thing? He can't be in SingStar now. That's possible. I didn't realize. Yeah, it is good possible. Point. He knows how to get a good DUI, though. <laughs> Spamalot. Monty Python Spamalot. Oh I'm hoping God. to bring that over. That would rule. Yeah. Eddie Money soundtrack cool, to man. Team America. Oh, I'm so <laughs> ronery. So ronery. <laughs> so ronery and happy around. Okay, if it's in here. Oh, there it is. 
All right, it's in the add-on section. Mm-hmm. This is and, thrilling. Oh, no, there it is. It is. The little red bag is there if you've already bought really? it. Really? That's nice. yeah, really I cool. Wonder, I wonder if it'll show up in my download section. That's the thing. Like, you need to see if you can re-download it. So just oh, click on it and say download. <laughs> yeah, but my downloads list is uh, no, 1,228 no, 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 no. long. Don't go to your downloads list. You should be able to just go to that pack and say download again. Really? Mm. You should be right, able to. Let me try. <laughs> and here goes our Skype call. Yeah. <laughs> Live action here. Uh, it says I can rate or recommend it. Hmm. Well, that'll be a report for next week then. <laughs> Indeed. It's- but I don't think they all say that, though. Like, I don't think they all say that you can just re-download it. Um, well, not- nothing ever said you could re-download it. It's just... Because it's it's more about if you bought it in the Sing store, can you now? Since it shows that you purchased it in the PSN, will that be something that you can re-download there? The problem is all the tracks that are in the Sing store aren't on the PSN, so you're still kind of aft. You kind of aft in the A. Because I just went into the rock band stuff and the Soundgarden pack that I did download. I go in there and it says there's a button to download. Rut row. Right there, and there is not in SingStar, uh, so it's probably not in my. And and the bad thing is, only like five or six of the icons show up. The rest are all broken graphics of the thirty on the screen yeah, right so now. They obviously weren't ready for this. Yeah, they weren't ready for this at all. Mm, well, maybe, oh, they're, well. maybe they're laying the groundwork for future maybe like next firmware upgrade or something. They'll be available. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's hoping. That's that's pretty much a go-to for the PS3. Ah, it'll be in the next firmware upgrade. Well, serious, this would be something... I, this is something that we've complained about a lot. And actually, we have an email about this later. The fact that this is completely separate from the PlayStation Store and completely separate from the... You buy something and you can put it on five PS3s and everything. This It's locked into the PS3 you buy it on. And it's a nightmare if that PS3 dies. It becomes a huge pain in the ass for some people. Yeah, like definitely. for me, it was actually relatively easy. But it, for some people, it's a huge pain in the ass. It obviously them, depends on who you get a hold of. Yeah, to get them reauthorized for your new PS3. So <laughs> you might be getting hold of Peggy. Is, <laughs> hopefully, this is a step in that in that direction. That you know they're getting it onto the PlayStation Store maybe they're getting they're eventually going to work them all onto the PlayStation Store and then they will be part of your download history and you can put them on whatever device you have authorized hmm. maybe I mean, that's all speculation but yeah who knows? <laughs> well let us let us know if you find a way to uh to actually get that next week yeah, I don't know if I want to skim through 1200 items that No I've no we're holding you looking to that. for those it's going to happen uh, <laughs> you have to right. skim through that's anybody to download your new week. episode of Core because that's still the <laughs> stupidest download mechanic ever. No, that's that has its download button now. Oh, does it? It didn't before, but now it does. Yeah. Oh, usually, it's yeah. Weird. Because skimming back through and trying to find where you originally downloaded it six months ago, holy crap! <laughs> well, then they move it. That's the worst part. They move it. Oh, yeah. It was a nightmare. Terrible. Well, that's just terrible. That's terrible. All right. Well, uh, what we're playing? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. <clears throat> well, of course, as 
Glenn illustrated when he tried to call me earlier and I had all the neighbors over and everything. I've been playing Call of Juarez, the cartel, a.k.a. Call of Juarez, the cul-de-sac game in my neighborhood. But I will talk more about that fantastic experience later on in my review. You lucky bastard. I can't. It, it was tough for me to get let go of it and, and send it to you. I'm telling you. It, they, they, I bet. Yeah. It was tough. Well, folks will get to hear all about it later I, on. I, I cried I also, a little. Did you? A little bit. That would explain that stain on that front cover. I was wondering what that was. <laughs> I also played Galaga Legions DX. A little bit, little bit more. Tears of joy. <laughs> yeah. It's tears. going away. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. It's tears. Trying to bump up my score a little bit in the championship mode, getting razzed by all the people on my friends list. I think I got one or two people who are ahead of me. Sigma Omega's really got a good score. I'm going to have a hard time getting up there. Swampy Green Man is now messing with me on PSN since I mentioned him a couple weeks ago on my review. <laughs> so trying to get my score up, just like I said previously, it, it, the more you learn the, 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 the uh, formations of the, the Elega coming at you, the quicker you get them down. One thing I realize now, and I wish I could go back and sort of redo my review, there really isn't a balance between the faster you take them down and getting more points at the time, the, the goal here is to take them down as quickly as possible and, and build up as much time as you can so when you get to the fifth level and you have up to 99 waves, you can penetrate much further through all those 99 waves because the more you do, the much higher your score is. So I went and actually watched some of the videos for the top players and figured that out. You know, they're getting through things so freaking fast that when they get to level 5 and those 99 waves, they're getting a hell of a lot farther. And that's really where you, you, you boost your score is in that last level. So learned that, and now i got to go back and sort of memorize all the different patterns and get better at it. And, of course, there's up to nine areas, so you really could memorize a lot of stuff here. Right now I'm focused on the championship mode, basically only. Wow. Trying to boost that score up. But it's a, it's a great game. Have you guys had a chance to play this at all yet? I I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like it. I, yeah, I bet you're honest. Yeah, I bought it a couple weeks ago on the 360. Remember? I know. Josh, yeah, nobody listens to you. <laughs> no. So I got to score chase you over there. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, you have to buy it over there. Um, <laughs> no, I had only played like through the tutorial stuff and didn't get back to it. Uh, so I really didn't get into the the depth of all right. You got to blast through those first bunch of levels so that you can then kick back on the 99 waves i didn't realize that so i never read that i never (laughs) read reviews before i do one because i just think that's a silly way to approach it i want to give it my complete honest opinion and i'm actually i went back and read reviews by other people and other media outlets for this game and they're sort of surprised by the reviews because not not as many people liked it as i did so. Well, I think a lot of people might be more like Glenn, where they're like the hardcore Galaga fan, and they're expecting Galaga. They're expecting like Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. Well, that's the thing. You know? I mean, I would, I would rather see kind of like Galaga ninety on the Turbo Graphics is awesome because it still has that Galaga mechanic that the original arcade game had. It's just beefed mm-hmm. up. You know, they they've added a little bit more here, added a little more here. G- Galaga Legions. This new one is more of a chaining system game. And that's all it is. You know, you've got all this crazy shit that you can do with all the satellites and you're you're trying to chain things as quickly as possible to take out the the enemies in bulk. That's not 
the the soul of the game, and and that's what really bothers me. Yeah. That's well, it also point. changes where you're not just. I mean, you're all over the screen. You know, you've got you. You're moving all over the screen more yeah. than than you ever were before, and and Pac-Man CEDX. You know, it's it's Pac-Man essentially. At its core, it's still Pac-Man. Yeah, exactly. But it, it's it, just added a really cool twist. And, it's still and got Galaga, that feel to it. And Galaga Legions yeah. doesn't. It's a totally different game with the Galaga name slapped on it and a couple of assets that are you know from Galaga. But it's it's yeah. not. It doesn't have any of that similar gameplay mechanic to it at all. And that's it's just not what I was expecting. The more I'm playing mm. it, though, the more I do. It does harken back to the original. I mean, certainly it's a, like I said before, it's a shmup. A new shmup with a Galaga coat of paint, and I'll stand by that. But there, the more I play it, the more I do see or recall certain things about it that are similar to the the former Galaga of its glory. Well, it's still still pretty cool, but I, yeah, obviously a lot of the other reviewers pretty much the same opinion as you, Glenn. They're just looking for it to be Galaga, and I and I appreciate that. But I guess I just approached it differently, and I'm having a hell of a lot of fun with it, and it's a good score chase. But but also, I, I just want to re- or you know kind of get in there that. I'm not saying I don't like it because I expected it to be a Galaga game. The, the game itself, even without the Galaga name on it, it's just not for me. It feels a lot more like uh, like a Dojin shmup where you're just like going after boss battles all the time, and those were never my kind of game. So for me, I just want either a traditional shmup or you know, something to that ex- extent, and this is just really a score rush and that's it. Well, I can get those for free on the PC. This is a very polished game, and it's very, in, in a technical sense, it's excellent. But it's not my gameplay style at all. I played Richard Gere's favorite shmup on oh my boy. PSN this week. Uh, oh, flying hamster. hamster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I played some of that this weekend. That that's, awesome. a, that's a quirky little game, and it's a lot of fun. And boy, is there some weird shit in there. Yeah. That, <laughs> there that, was a kind of rolling through one of the levels, and there was a... I had my nieces over, and I was trying to play video games while entertaining them. You know, sort of dual purpose. Like, have a seat. I'm going to play video games, and let's just pretend you're interested, okay? (laughs) I start start playing Flying Hamster, and they're all pointing out all the weird shit, because usually when you're playing a shmup, or or this game especially, you're sort of focused on what's ahead of you. You're shooting. you're, You're working the game, but you're not really looking at the scrolling background. And there's cats playing with poo, and there, you know, all sorts of weird stuff going on, so... Trying to play an innocent little game for the nieces to watch. And there's a cat playing with its poo. Like, oh, cool. Make sure you tell your parents when you go home that you watch me play a hamster game with cats chucking poo at each other. We're never letting them come back to your house. Mission accomplished. (laughs) Exactly. That's a great great game. It is, yeah. I I played it on my PSP a few times, like when we'd done some, some travel. Like, I think I went to GDC, I was playing that. Yeah. It's the first time I actually sat down and played it on the PS3. Got pretty far. Wait, that's not true. What's that? You played it on the PS3 right before MGC. Oh, yeah. yeah, Just that one time. Yeah. It's been a while. But it's a fun little shmup. I remember that. It's it's a cheapie. It's a mini title, so you can play it on your PS3 or on your PSP. Yeah, it's a very fun 16-bit era shmup with great mechanics and uh it gets really tough really quick i it's 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 a very very good old school shmup definitely yeah, it's got all sorts of c- cool little uh bullet mechanics like 
You go up and you eat a bumblebee hive, mm-hmm. and then you shoot bumblebees out your mouth. <laughs> or you suck in a, a sunflower, and you shoot sunflower seeds out your mouth. So all sorts of neat little hamster shooting mechanics, if you will. I also played Aqua Panic. It's the first time I played this Ugh. on the PSN. And I know, Glenn, you've, you've tried it. Josh, have you ever played Aqua Panic? Wait a minute. Tell me about it. Isn't it's that not, the one it's I not that it, I, I don't. Did you do the the fish mini where you had to match up the colors of the fish? That's what yeah, I remember you. That was John. Now this, yeah. yeah, this isn't that. This is okay. more of a you've got to get your fish from point A to point B sort oh, of game, okay. and they give you a couple. It's basically a puzzle game. So you've got your fish at the top of the screen. You start. They go a path, and you've got to stop them from getting in getting in other larger fish's mouths. And you've got to guide them to, like, a, a goal point at the bottom of the board. And they give you some different <laughs> tools to do that. I'm sorry. All I can think of is Homer at the Krusty Burger with the menu trying to guide his, oh. you know, <laughs> on the, the back of the menu. He's got the little maze. <laughs> and he goes right into the crocodile's mouth. Damn it. <laughs> Crumples it up. Another menu, sir. Please. <laughs> I swear to God, we should just go video game slash Simpsons podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I love the Simpsons, but damn you, 20-some years of Simpsons. Everything I say is a Simpsons reference, and I don't even need it. it. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) So it's a a neat little puzzle game. I actually enjoyed it. It it gets to be sort of complicated as you get further on. It's not for everyone, but I was having a pretty good time with it. Hmm. It's one of those games I downloaded a a long time ago and never really got around to playing. Yeah, like I said, had had the nieces over, trying to throw some stuff in there that they can watch. You know, I don't think they would have appreciated, and I probably would have gotten even more trouble with their parents, from the the cat poo to Kuala Juarez. That probably wouldn't have gone over very well. So, <laughs> <laughs> Aqua Panic, it was. I also played Space Ace. Played a big chunk of that. Nice, nice. Love that game. And Kung Fu Live. I spent oh. some time playing that. Broke one <laughs> hell of a sweat playing that game. Did you break anything else with that low ceiling you got? No, but I was careful to. Well, you know, I've had the connect injuries already, so now I know when I jump in, in games like this, I squat down to the floor, touch my toes, then I jump up versus standing in place and jumping up. Speaking so of connect, Joel, you can careful. buy one for $70 today. Well, I'll have to get right on that. Yeah. Maybe I'll wait. Will it be $50 next week? Uh, I'm waiting for virtual boy pricing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of MLB TV on my PS3. They were Brewers are in a pennant race, so I will watch. If I miss the game live, I'll actually watch it later on on, my, on the uh, PS3. Yeah. And I'll also flip over and watch the Cards or the Pirates or the Reds. Watch them get further and further behind my Brewers. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that a lot too lately. I love being in a pennant race. It is a nice feeling, isn't it? It is. Like I said, soak it in. Happens once every thirty years for us, so we just gotta enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Soak in the aju of this of this season because uh, it doesn't happen very often. No, it does not. Fired up the 3ds, and I finally got around to playing Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time ah. on my 3ds. Yes, and I played the hell out of that on the N64 many moons ago, and uh, it's you know it holds up very well. They did a nice job. Translating it over, the 3D looks pretty good. The, the graphics look a little sharper. But overall, it's the same game, you know? So I played it for a couple hours. I'm like, oh, been there, done that. It's nice to have. It's a, it's a piece of nostalgia. 
but I ended up playing a lot more Call of Juarez instead. I'll, I'll, I'll probably go back and play more of this. See I also how recently awesome picked it is. up. Yep. I also picked up Dead or Alive Dimensions and played a little bit of that. And I'm a huge Dead or Alive fan. I've been I've been so for many many years. It's one of my favorite fighting franchises. And the Dead or Alive Dimensions on 3DS is fantastic. Hmm. Fantastic. Hmm. It's an awesome game. It's pretty much got all the content from all the all of its predecessors all packed into one little card. And it looks really good, surprisingly, on the 3DS. It's got, oh man, close to Xbox-style graphics. It might be a stretch if you compare the specs, so that may not make any sense, but it looks that good. Hmm. It plays pretty darn well also, and it's just got a lot of content to it, so playing that as well. Uh, went into home, watched our vid, which was cool to see. Of course, yeah. I had to sit through another video that uh, wasn't as cool to see, but I did it. Yeah. Stuck, stuck it out. Home talk. <laughs> and I got to uh, PS Nation. Oh, am I supposed to save that now? Yes. <laughs> we have a special home section. All right. Well, then I will shut up about my home stuff. Damn right one little, you will. One more thing I did. One more thing I did. And I was chatting with a couple dudes on uh, the PSN, kind of going some, doing some messages back and forth. And people were asking me about this new feature for Plus users, the um, auto-sync with the cloud save. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you throw a game in, you'll get prompted. At least yeah. all the games I've played since have prompted me for this, which is really cool. But a couple people have asked me, well, how do I turn that off? You know, what if I don't want a specific game to... Like, they go in, they say, yes, I want this to be a cloud save game. But then they decide later on, for whatever reason, I don't even know why they would decide this, but it's happening. I don't want to auto-save this game. I only want to save it once in a while. I figured out if you go through your, your downloaded games list and you hit your triangle button, yeah. it actually shows you do that, that a new feature. Do you want to auto-save this game, yes or no? And you can actually turn it off if you've already turned it on. So, hmm. well, Or if you haven't played the game in a while and you just want to turn it on for all the games in your list, you can run through and turn it on for specific games. Hmm. This is true. Yeah, you know, I was wondering about that, though, because it seems like when you play a game and you have that feature turned on, then the following day you'll wake up or whatever time you have it set to auto-update, you'll turn on your PS3 and you'll see that little screen that tells you what you missed or what it last did. And it seems like if I play the game recently, it goes and it auto-updates. If I'm not playing the game, however, it's not auto-updating. So just because you go through your list and say, okay... Sly Cooper, I want to auto-update that. But then you don't play that game? Do you think it's just going to auto-update on its own, regardless? Yeah, I don't think it will. I don't think it will until you actually play the game. So it kind of so, defeats yeah. the point to go through your yeah. whole list and turn it all on unless you actually play the game. Yeah, but new, there's crazy save. people who will do that. Like, like <laughs> Josh. Josh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because I got... My problem is I have three PS3s, and it's it's a nightmare to try to... Especially now that one is going to auto-sync. What the... F- <laughs> 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 uh, I also noticed, and I was curious about this, and I figured Josh would know all about it, because he's obviously talked about this before. You know, you've got your, your main PS3 as far as this Plus account or this auto-syncing goes. Mm-hmm. Why is it telling me on the screen when I fire up my PS3 and it shows it goes through, like, it auto-synced your trophies, it up, auto-updated the save file from this game, auto-updated that. It actually puts my account on it now. It says which account it is associated with those updates, which I thought was kind of odd. Because if it's only one account, why is it telling me that? Because you could have another account on there that has PlayStation Plus. I yeah. see. Okay. 
shucks. I was hoping they expanded it to be other consoles. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah, the, the one thing that actually is kind of nice is the auto-syncing of the trophies. Because I'll get trophies on another PlayStation, you know, and I'll sync that. And then that's one less thing I have to worry about. Because when it syncs, it grabs all that stuff the next night, you know? Yeah. That's, so that's, that's the biggest thing nice. for me. The problem is you can only set up one PS3 to do it. So if you don't remember to sync yeah. them on the other one, well, kind of... Yeah. Yeah. How do you yeah, turn it's... on the... I've had a few questions, and I've seen some tweets about this, where people say they've got Plus, but it's not auto-syncing their trophies. Now, for me, this this morning when I fired up my PS3, it's actually the first time I saw a little message that said it auto-synced my trophies. Prior to mm-hmm. that, I had not seen it do that. Is there some sort of trick, or is it just now starting to be more consistent with when it's doing it? Mm-hmm. No, I think it's when you get when you get new trophies on that PS3... It will auto sync it. Hmm. Um, so but the thing is, it won't auto sync unless you get a new trophy. Yeah, I believe that's that would be the only reason because what happens is I get new trophies on the one in the living room more so than the bedroom. <laughs> I get them on the living room and then I sync <laughs> them and then shut it down. And the next day, I come downstairs and turn on the one downstairs in the basement and it says, Oh, we've auto synced your trophies. And I'm like, Oh sweet. And you know, I look and yeah, there's everything. Hmm. Um, so when, when something has been updated, you know, one way or another, whether it's been updated on your PS three or it has been updated in the cloud from another PS three, then it'll sync everything. It's just looking for a later update than it already knows. And right. if it doesn't see something new, then it doesn't do anything. That makes sense. Kind of like the game saves we were just talking about. Unless you put the game in and actually play it, it's got no reason for it to update. Yeah. Makes sense. Man, I guess I'm not earning many trophies then. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Then obviously you're not playing Street Fighter Third Third Strike. Ooh. What? Oh, my God. I haven't gotten one trophy yet on that thing. (laughs) Oh, jeez. And that's all I played? All right. Josh, you want me to go next? Do you want to go next? No, I'll go. All right. I finished off that Captain America Platinum, yo. Wow. All right, I'll give you one of these. Nice Yay. job. Thank you. That, that, that's an achievement um, in that game because, man, there's shit everywhere. Yeah, there is. <laughs> and I know people, people were hitting me up immediately. Is it easy? Can I get it? I'm going to get it because it's easy, right? It's, well, if you want to search like a madman, then, yeah, it's easy. But, you know, that's, Did you look that's up how many hours it. it took you for the, to get through the game? No, I didn't. Oh, it'll tell you if you go to the the uh, the stats. Yeah, that's on the TV upstairs. I'll have to I'll yeah, have to look great. it up for next week. Nice. I will. Nice. Yeah, good job. Um, <laughs> but the funny thing is, I did the challenge rooms. The challenge rooms were so much fun. Really? Or there's no way I would have platinumed it because you have to get gold in every single challenge room. <sighs> and it's not that bad because I waited like. I, I think I said this on Twitter. I, I played all the way through the game and got to that last chapter. And when you get near the door, it's like, if I walk through here, well, there's, there's no turning back. And I'm like, ooh. So I stopped. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to go through there. <laughs> uh, so I wandered around and I got everything. And I made sure I pretty much had everything at that point anyway. And then I thought, well, let me check out these, chap- these uh, challenge rooms. 
And when you go out, see, I don't know if this is because I was built up to that point, but I had all my special moves and all my powered up moves and abilities. Right. Which made the challenge rooms much easier. Uh, like when you know what you're doing in a, in a really tough fight, because the, one of the last ones you have to fight, uh, a bunch of guys and a warden, and then you have to fight a bunch of guys and a Zolabot, and then a bunch of guys and iron cross, and you have to do it all and defeat them all within four minutes, I believe. Oh, but the Zolabot is all about, or I, well, the Zolabots and the iron cross, it's all about patience. Well, but it isn't. There's there's a way, and that's the thing. Like I, I had played this game enough, and I had fought these guys enough that I know there's a way to get in there and and kick their asses relatively quick. Well, the Zolabots, you, know, you can just keep hitting circle and you know gymnastically getting around them, and then build up a special move. The Iron Cross, well, you, you just want to have a bunch of special that. moves built up, and you can just t- hit them, you know, successfully or successively. You, but that's the trick. You don't even need to do that. Huh? You go in tight on them and you fight them one-on-one and you dodge, dodge, and you can counter punch. And that, right, that's right. one of the special abilities you build up. And when you do those counter hits, you can really knock them off balance and take them down much quicker. Because that's the only way to get through that in four minutes. There's no other way you're going to do it. Right. Um, but that's the thing. Like One of them, like they change things up. It's not just the same old thing but you're in a challenge room like one of them you're in the hedge maze but it gives it almost like a complete overhead perspective and you don't have your shield with you oh so you're running around the hedge maze collecting stuff but there's there's regular foot soldiers and there's wardens and there's all kinds of other people in there to make it much more difficult and you have a certain amount of time to collect all the eggs in the hedge maze it's fun though because it's overhead and it changes up the gameplay a lot. You can find the shield and then briefly you can run around and kick people's ass. But you don't even want to do that. You just want to do that to take out the the heavier guards so that you can grab the egg and get the hell out of there as quick as you can. Because it's all timed. Right. So it's really neat, actually. It it was fun. All right? There's no way I would have done it. You know, I... I quit on Sly 3 because that stuff just wasn't fun. <laughs> it was just a pain <laughs> in the ass. Uh, this was actually fun. And, you know, there were a couple that took me a couple tries, but even with a couple tries, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm having a good time with it. You know, I never got frustrated with it. So yeah, wasn't a problem. Um, but absolutely loved the game. Loved it, loved it. Great story. Really fun. And, you know, they, of course, they set it up for a sequel. Yeah. Like, after the credits, you see stuff happen, and, yeah, there's a possibility of a sequel. So I hope they do make a sequel, because it was, it was a really good game. Yeah, if they could clean up, like, the the frame rate and stuff like that. I mean, even if they just, just cleaned up the frame rate, it'd be a really, really solid title. I mean, the, the graphics themselves were really good in it, and uh, the voice yeah. acting was well done. Everything else was well done. It's just that, that damn frame rate bothered me. Well, I need to double check. I need to put it into one of the other PlayStations and try it out and see if there is a title update because uh, I tell you, either I got used to it or there was an update there somewhere along the way and I missed it. I well, I didn't realize it. But I didn't 
have a problem with the frame rate at all. Like that it's, last it's half not, of the game. It's not all the time. It just happens at certain situations, like when you run too fast around a corner or something like that. And it, but it just breaks up the the action enough to to have bothered me at least. Yeah, well, I, it bothered me a lot when I started the game, but I didn't notice it at all later in the game. So I don't know if there was a title update somewhere in there that maybe, maybe they fixed up it. the end of the game. Who knows? Or yeah, or it's just better at the end of the game. I I don't know, but. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Really cool game. Um, hmm. MLB 11. Nice. <laughs> Road to the show. Yes. Yeah. I got a little. Uh, got a little right fielder going. Yeah. Fucking Blue Jays got drafted by the Blue Jays. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and I thought, no, you know, just it is what it is. You got drafted by the by the Blue Jays. Stick with it. Maybe you'll get traded. You know, maybe you'll be a star. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so I'm still in double A ball. I've been playing through that. Actually having a lot of fun with it. It's neat. Uh, the The changes they made to Road to the Show are actually much better. Uh, I do still have trouble running the bases at times. The, um, running the bases this year is a lot more realistic, and it's a lot tougher than than the past years. It's a lot tougher. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't yeah, even put really speed is. into my character this year because... I already kind of suck at stealing bases and everything. Out of the three, like me, Adam, and Brian, I am the worst at stealing bases. And now with the running game this year, you know, or the, the base running and everything, I nah, I, I, I don't even worry about speed. <laughs> yeah. I put all my attributes into power, into you know, into vision and everything else, and I barely even worry about running. Well, that's the thing. I might need to change it up because it's that it's the analog running and. You know, it'll show you the arrows, the green arrow and the red arrow. Yeah. But the problem is, depending on what base you're on and depending on where the ball gets hit, the arrows can be up and down, they can be left and right, they can be at an angle, they can be anywhere. And if you're not hitting it the right way, it's you get all screwed up. Like, uh. there, there was a hit and I was like, okay, go. And I, I hit the wrong way and I dove back towards first. Sliding in, I'm like, get up, get up, run! <laughs> I was so upset. So yeah, it, it's difficult from a control standpoint. Uh, you know, and it's hard to tell when you're standing there. You know, the ball gets you're on first base. The ball gets hit to like right center field. It's hard to even tell where the ball went. Did it get down? Should I run? Should I not run? You, you can't really see what's going on half the time. Well, but that's when you have to look you know? at your base coach, that kind of thing. Hey. So you get used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still. That's exactly what it is. I'm still getting used to it, but I am enjoying it. You know, it is, it is actually kind of fun. So I deal with it. Can't wait. I'll deal with year. it. Yeah, yeah. Got to get to AAA. Got to get to. Got to get traded. Is what I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, it might be fun playing in Toronto for a bit. We'll see. Um, well, Skydome. There's there's worse stadiums. Not many, but yeah. there's worse stadiums. Yeah, you need the whole meta game where you can go like upset a bunch of local community members, speed past people. You know, go past a church <laughs> at 128 <laughs> miles per hour in your loaned Lexus. Wait, isn't that things isn't to football? <laughs> <laughs> actually, Kyle Bush actually just got busted for that. Yeah. So you got to piss off the community, and then maybe the, maybe they'll trade you away. There you That'd go. That'd be good. Yeah. And I turned on the Wii. Mm. Yes. And the Wii went, huh? 
<laughs> it went. <laughs> <laughs> the wee rubbed the sleep out of its eyes and went, hello. <laughs> Happy birthday. It's um, a me. The wee. <laughs> but because, like, when Lou's family was over here, I'd, I turned it on. And I, I went into the store and I realized I had a ton of money on the store because... <laughs> Nice. Like a year or two ago, whenever that was, when Target and all those people had the deals on those on the cards. Yeah, I remember that. You know, yeah. like get a two thousand, like basically a twenty dollar points card for like twelve bucks or something. And I got several of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've all been sitting in there. I had like eighty bucks on. The store. Like what the fuck, <laughs> dude? That's awesome. There's some great virtual console games in there. That's a good yeah. One well, to have. I grabbed Donkey Kong Three. For the NES, Blades of Steel for the NES, uh, Zaxxon, which was the virtual arcade one, mm. and I haven't got to play that yet, and Excite Bike World Tour because we were talking about Excite Bike the other week, and I was really yeah. interested in, you know, any of those Excite Bike games. That's the only one I actually got to play was Excite Bike. I think it's called World Tour. It's the it was the update the the three D ish looking one. Mm-hmm. That they did for the Wii. That's actually pretty fun. Really, it essentially becomes just regular old Excite Bike. You know, they before and after the races, they zoom in and zoom around, and ooh, it's pretty. But mm, it's pretty much Excite Bike. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> like same angle, same look, same everything. Um, but it does look nicer, and it is fun. I, I actually had a very good time with it. So. I do like that. There is apparently online with it, and you can play against friends and stuff, but who the hell has friends on the Wii? How do you... you, you got to put in like a 40-digit code or something like that? I, yeah. mm-hmm. Something like that. I yeah. think yeah. you have to the use the Batman act. in one of the characters. Yeah, exactly. But... <laughs> it's the yeah, anti-pedophile well, act of Nintendo. So that's all I played. Um, and this past weekend, Lou... Because she kept saying a couple of weeks ago when we went out to the movie, she's like, let's go see Harry Potter. I'm like, you, that's the last Harry Potter. You haven't seen like, you've only seen like the first three or four. <laughs> I was like, you're not going to jump right into the last one. She's like, what? <laughs> so that's like one of the last pages of the, the book. F- yeah. We watched Order of the Phoenix and Half-Blood Prince. So... And it had been a while since I had seen them. Good movies. But she had the same reaction. She never read the books. I actually read the books. And her sister read the books. And her sister's way into it. Oh, boy. But she had the same reaction I did when I saw them. She was like, you know, some stuff happened. And I don't know. It just didn't feel, you know, like there was a cohesive driving story or anything. It just kind of just Well, stuff I think part happened. of that was the changing of the directors almost every time. and Yeah. And still, the tough part good. is the book, especially as they get deeper into the series, each book gets thicker and thicker and thicker. And there's so much more going on. There's so much that gets dumped out of these things to make the movie. Yeah. Even though they're all, they're all double spaced with like huge ass type font. <laughs> yeah. It, it, <laughs> it's a children's just, book. So much crap gets dumped out of these books to, to get put in the movies. And actually the funny thing is, and this this kind of surprised me. 
because she hasn't read any of the books. She's, you know, she watches the movies, she likes them and everything. But like middle to the end of Order of the Phoenix, she turns to me, she's like, is Dumbledore gay? <laughs> and I said, you know what? It's funny you pick up on that. <laughs> yes, According is. to the writer at the end of the series, she said, yes, he's gay. Because there were thought people thought that throughout yeah. a lot of the books and there were sort of hints dropped and but she never explicitly said that until after she had written all of them and it was all over but apparently there's enough going on in the movies that she picked up on it wow. and the more i watch it thinking about that i'm like yeah i could kind of see that in places where you could sort of pick up on that that maybe that's what's going on here now it's you know it's never anything that's oh man out there you know it's just he is he's just another character and it just some things in the performance came across that way that's that's what she caught you know and if you read the books and if you really read the books carefully you can kind of pick things up here and there and it's it may be a little bit more obvious but you know it was just weird i was like wow that's interesting that you picked up on that (laughs) do you think the actor actually was directed that way like just so you know yeah, the, the character I, I, is gay, so let that come through in the undertones. I mean, that's really I clever. Think, well, she was J.K. Rowling. Apparently, was heavily involved in the movies, of course. Yeah, she and was. I think, I think I read at some point. Maybe I'm just making this up in my mind, but I think I read at one point that she told um, the actor that he's gay, or he asked, and she told him yes, yeah. and maybe he did. I think that's how that the news the came out at first. Hmm. Yeah, because I think so. Well, that's I think in Order of the Phoenix, it's Michael Gambon. So Gambon probably asked her. No, well, no, it's uh, it's what's his face? Is it still Richard um, Harris in that one? No, um, Order of the it? Phoenix. That's way later. That's that's got to be Gambon. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because I think Richard Harris is only in the first two or three, and then he died. Yeah, and oh, oh crap! That reminds me. Oh, that totally reminds me. Okay, because um because yeah, he was in um he was in Doctor Who. Yes. He was in an episode of Doctor Who, a recent episode of Doctor Who, which I I didn't realize it was him and and as I'm sitting there listening to the voice and everything and watching him, I was like, "Oh, that's Dumbledore." <laughs> <laughs> Gambon's one of the best known actors in Europe right now and he has been for years and actually the last corner of the test track uh, for Top Gear UK is named after him because he almost rolled his car <laughs> he almost flipped the car <laughs> so they call it Gambon Corner now nice yeah he was in a really cool uh, the most recent season of Doctor Who the Christmas special yeah uh, he he played a really cool character and he really good job really dramatic role oh the guy's um, amazing Wait, Doctor then, Who is a uh, Christmas special? What? Yeah, yeah. Every wow. year they do a Christmas special. Yeah, I'm out the loop. I've seen the newer stuff. <laughs> yep. So yeah. But then the other thing that I almost totally forgot about. I'm watching, you know, the typical Seinfeld reruns every night, and uh, where Kramer spilled the coffee on himself. Yeah. And he's going in for his settlement with Jackie. You know, his his lawyer Jackie. <laughs> Who told yeah. you to put the bomb on? Well, the three the three executives at the coffee company are there in the office, and they're trying to decide what to offer him and how to get rid of him and what they're going to do. Right. 
and the main guy is Sully from Uncharted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. I heard the voice and I looked and I was like, what? <gasps> it's Sully. <laughs> it's so funny that, you know, now I'm recognizing him and all these other things. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was, I was very excited when I saw actors, that. Though. It's, it's always something like that where they do something that's yep. finally a breakout thing. And yeah, you're also like, oh, my God. Yeah. It was cool. cool. Yeah, so that's it. That's all I got. I <laughs> thought that all was right. neat. Uh, yeah, I, well, I, I finally took the time this weekend because I was on call, so I had to kind of stick around the house. Uh, so I threw Infamous 2 in because I really wanted to get some time in with that, and I ended up finishing it on the good side. Mm, uh, awesome. Wow, what an ending. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then, you know, I really do want to play it on the evil side, and I like how they say, well, now we're going to take you back to... Uh, before you made that decision, if you want to switch it, yeah, um, which is nice, but I just don't have the time, especially with what's coming up. I mean, we the the drought is over next week for us. I mean, yeah. we're really going to start getting deluged Definitely. with games, and and we oh, have extra yeah. life and everything going on. So I cheated. I went to YouTube and watched the uh, the other ending. Oh, oh, I, I jerk. I had to uh, say nothing. Holy balls! Yeah, is no that shit. different though? I mean, it's. Usually you see a game like this where you make a decision or whatever, and, and it's kind of similar still. Wow, it's totally different. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I am shocked and uh, am pleased with how they ended it on the, on the good side. Uh, they definitely took some risks, and, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Overall, I think Infamous 2 is better than the first Infamous in every way. I, I did kind of have a problem with... It didn't really lend itself to kind of searching around as much, which is good and bad because you have to do certain things now to open up some powers, and that really annoyed me that I couldn't just open them up as I went. You know, you had to do very specific things like five times to open up the powers, Uh, and I didn't really realize that until later on the game. Like, why the fuck don't I have this power yet? And I went and looked, like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. So I'd actually mm. specifically don't go do those things, you know, and yeah. Um, but I mean, the progression through it w- was pretty smooth. Still, uh, had a couple of problems with some of the combat, where all of a sudden I would like slide all the way across the screen, and I fell through the fl- uh, through the ground once and died. But it was once, really, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. That was that was kind of annoying, but it was no big deal because I regenerated like right there, basically. But uh, I mean. Visually stunning game. I mean, the yeah. first one looked great, but this one is really definitely at another level comparatively. And uh, voice acting was great, you know, and, and the story was awesome. So I, I really enjoyed the game, and, and you know, it, it's it it is definitely a treasure. It, it's 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 a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, finished that, which was kind of it was funny at the same time. I was like, wow, I didn't think I'd finish it this weekend. <laughs> I was farther in than I thought. <laughs> Uh, played some Pac-Man CEDX uh, just a little bit. I, I was dicking around one day, and I'm like, eh, I'll play that for a few rounds because uh, I wanted to try the the arcade stick. After all the talk we've been having, uh, I really have no problem with the fighting stick playing it. So uh, maybe it's just because I'm old. Uh, so, so more of the Resistance Three beta. They continue to update it, and it continues to get better and better. Uh, not a lot of time spent on it this weekend, though, or this week, just because I had so much going on with the on-call and everything else. I played our PlayStation Plus free game from last week. That's right, Comics Zone from uh, from Sega, from the Genesis. What a piece of shit. <laughs> 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 Fucking awful. Such yeah, a great concept. I never liked that a, game. 
it's a great concept. Yes, I agree. But it's only set up for three button combat, and you, well, come on. There was there's, a six button controller for this system. The Genesis controller. There was a six button controller for the system, and it was out by the time that game yes. came out. The control there was sucked. a six button controller, but come on, you can't you can't expect it, that every sloppy. single person has that. It's effing sloppy. It's a sloppy game. It's a piece of shit. Anyway, uh, <laughs> played a little bit of Marvel Pinball, but I really wasn't in the mindset to play it, so I, I kind of put it down pretty quick. Uh, went into home and played, well, we'll talk about that, played some Scribble Shooter. <laughs> and uh, hey. a ton of Street Fighter Third Strike, we got that last week, and I pretty much figured that I'd probably be the one doing the review, so I played a shitload of it. And I uh, didn't want to review it until I got to play some online, which I did last night, and also streamed it for a couple hours last night. Uh, so I'll be talking about that in a little bit. Uh, didn't really watch any movies, but Netflix added a show that I was always really interested in and watched a couple episodes. And uh, I actually went through the entire first season over the weekend. Uh, Small called, Wonder? No, well, if they had that, I'd be oh. glued. Uh, it's called The Glades. <laughs> I, th- I believe it's an A&E oh, show. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people you don't recognize, but the writing is fantastic. And uh, very fun, you know, misplaced cop from Chicago and Florida and this and that. But it's it's really, really well written and uh, a lot of fun to watch. So highly recommend it if you have Netflix streaming. So, and then it's just been work, 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 work. Uh, we've got some interesting stuff uh, lined up for Extra Life that we're working on. And, uh, yeah, got some cool plans. So we got a couple more players coming up here, too. Um, so... Looking to be fun. Looking to be a lot of fun. Hopefully we can start sure talking about prices It's coming week. up fast, isn't it? Yeah, Time I'm getting a little flying. freaked out, actually. I'm getting really freaked out. So I, I've got to get... PAX fucks me. It just... Because <laughs> everybody's at PAX this week, and I can't talk to anyone about stuff. So, ugh. Yeah, but uh, Extra Life is going to be really kick-ass this year. Uh, we're going to be, like I said, teaming up with uh, the Welcome to the Goo guys. We're going to... We're going to do both of our video streams on one page. We're going to have a single chat. Chris, uh, also known as Saban1001 from Twitter. Uh, Chris from RP Gamer, who's a really good friend of ours, uh, is going to come up and play at my house with all of us. Uh, so we're going to try to do something a little bit with RP Gamer as well. Uh, I've got a ton of emails to start emailing this weekend. So I've uh, this weekend kind of is, is the green flag for me to start going full bore on Extra Life. And, uh, you know, we got some other people saying, can they join up with our team and all that? Uh, definitely. Uh, the Retroids team itself is actually already established. As soon as we get the Extra Life page set up on our, our website, which I have no plans this weekend, so I can actually get this shit done. Uh, we're going to try to get that done soon, and you'll find all the information there. If you want to be a part of Retroids North, which is our team, and also or our we're, we're a player. So Retroids North, which is uh, PS Nation, uh, Chris from PS or uh, PSN from RP Gamer and my buddy Paul and also the Gamers Only Older guys uh, if you want to play with us more power to you every little bit helps and uh, the more people that help out with us uh, with all of this the more money we raise for Children's Miracle Network and that's that's the main goal so uh, yeah it's man it's going to be just a blast we just got to get all this work done <laughs> so I have a house to clean too uh, yeah so that's about it for me the big news was infamous too I'm very happy I got through that Anyway. I saw you playing that large chunk of that on Sunday. Well, so I was playing Call of Juarez, and I kept and I checking my friends list for sanity breaks. <laughs> <laughs> and you just kept playing Infamous, so I could tell you were definitely enjoying it. Well, it, it was it was funny because we we were talking about uh, I was talking to Nineval the other night, and he says, "Well, if you really want to beat, you gotta go down Marks and sit on his couch." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the first game. No, I, uh, 
this weekend I got a lot of calls, but a lot of it was like two thirty, three thirty in the morning, and I just got no sleep. Well, I had to be available on Sunday because we were doing a really big uh, uh, exercise at work, and in case something happened, they had to be readily available. So I pretty much just sat there with my laptop on next to me and played Infamous too. And then the, you know the phone rings, so I pause it for a little while, take care of the problem, and go right back to it. So yeah, I, I tore through it on Sunday. <laughs> That was a blast, though. Great game. I'm I'm jealous. Got all these games to play for review, but as soon as I'm done with all these games for review, I think that's on top of my personal list. Yeah, I really well, want to get to that. Look how long it took me to get to it. <laughs> yeah, I really need to get back through on the evil side. Now that I, I finished Infamous 1 on the evil, and I've got that game save. Maybe I'll bring that to uh, Extra Life. Hopefully I get to it before then, but you never well, know. It is we've got coming the copy here. You can just use that one, dude. Oh, no way. Yeah, I'm going to bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's way better, dude. I got the special, <laughs> the special infamous too. It's not printed on a Blu-ray disc. Good. It's printed on a gold ray disc. Mine is autographed by Marshall Falk. That's it's was way better. <laughs> Personally signed by Marshall Falk's signature machine. That's right. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I think it's time for a break. So let's get the hell out of here. We'll be back in a, in a minute. Stick with us. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about Call of War as the Cartel and Street Fighter Third Strike and uh, PlayStation Home and a ton of emails and voicemails. We'll be right back. And we're ready to talk about the most anticipated title on Joel Shafinsky's list of 2011. That's right. Call of Juarez, The Cartel. Quit giving away my A-plus before I even get to it. You're spoiling the whole thing. Well, I do want to say one thing before we get started, because I don't know what the review is going to be, but uh, this is the first title that Ubisoft's ever sent us, so thank you very much, Ubisoft. Uh, we appreciate it. <laughs> oh, that preface is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Call of Juarez, the cartel. Obviously, it's published by Ubisoft, as Glenn just pointed out. It's developed by Techland, which is a Polish game dev. Yay! That's and, why we uh, made Joel the, review it. That's right. Oh, so that's why Joel's giving it a good grade. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> they, of course, did the first two Call of Juarez games. They also did Nailed, which is that ATV game of recent time. And the upcoming Dead Island, they also are developing that game as well, or developed. That's right. I forgot they were doing Dead Island. Those Polish people, man, they got their their finger on the pulse. They're cranking that shit out. They know what's going on. This is a first-person shooter. It is a what they're calling the New Wild West, which basically means it's got like a sort of a Wild West motif meets L.A. gangsta. (laughs) Gangsta, yo. 
take Wild West and put it in the middle of drug-ridden L.A., or kind of the the bad area of L.A. with all the gangstas. So kind all, of a, all but eight blocks. I kid. I kid. Kind of a weird motif, to be honest with well, you, because the other two Call of Juarez games were more old-school Wild West. This one takes place in modern times, and they just call it the new Wild West. Well, but maybe it's either because they're Polish, they don't understand what the West, Wild West, and the uh, whole. Uh, no, I'm saying because they're in Poland and they're, they're a not German, a Polak, and a priest go into a building. And <laughs> <laughs> well, let's How preface this by uh, telling people that have only listened to the show maybe once or twice. Uh, Joel's Polish, so yeah, it's okay if he gets racist <laughs> on Polish people. That's right. I have <laughs> My mom's we family can tease Polish, ourselves. So I can kind of say stuff. We can tease ourselves. Yes. <laughs> and my best yes. friend's Polish, so I can, I can say it all. <laughs> oh, thanks for calling me your best friend. I appreciate Aww. that. Oh, yeah, Aww. and you too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I felt like I was in when I was playing this? I was in the middle of a Cypress Hill song. That's what this reminded me of. <laughs> you were in a Badger game? A lot <laughs> of, uh, what's up, Holmes? Orchestra, possibly well high. Looking at you, Cypress Hill. See what I mean? <laughs> Everything harkens back to The Simpsons. <laughs> you can choose to play as one of three characters, and they all have varying storylines. You've got Eddie Guerrera, who uh, I'm playing through in the first-person campaign. He's a crooked DEA agent with a gambling habit. And he was a great wrestler at one time. That's right. <laughs> then there's Ben McCall, who is a brutal LAPD cop, and he's a descendant of Ray McCall, who yeah. is in the, apparently the earlier Qual of Juarez. So there's the, the loose tie. Uh, to the older games. That's who I wow. played it as. That's who I played it as. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's a, he looks like that guy, too. <laughs> oh, crap. He's a grizzled cop. Uh. He is definitely very grizzled. Yeah. Then there's Kim Evans, and she is a gang street kid turned FBI agent. So she's got her, uh, she's got the scoop, man, when it comes to all the inside gangsta stuff. And, and her mm. brother's mixed up in the shit, yo. So she's That's also right. trying to protect him. You know what's really interesting here is that these three characters, yeah, they have varying storylines, but it's kind of neat because, like I mentioned, Eddie Guerrero, he's a crooked, a crooked DEA agent. What that looks like in the game is he's actually going through helping, well, let, let me, I guess, explain the premise here. It's basically the Mexican drug cartel bombs a U.S. law enforcement agency, and there's this U.S. task force of these three characters that have to go get justice. Yeah. So as you're, as you're playing through the game, this, this Eddie Guerrero, the crooked DEA agent... He's getting phone calls from uh, drug kingpins and people he owes gambling money to. So it's kind of an interesting dichotomy between he's a, a DEA agent, but he's sort of bad. You know, he does some bad things. He's paying off his gambling debts. So as you're playing through the game, rather than collecting, like, eggs or what is it in uh, Captain America? Is it, like, Easter eggs or something? <laughs> eggs. Dossiers, eggs. eggs. Yeah. You're collecting, Film. like, briefcases of money, and then you're wiring the money through your cell phone to pay off your gambling bill. See, you know, <laughs> that's funny because you do the same thing as McCall. Really? Yeah, but not for gambling debts. Uh, with McCall, it was uh, getting money for, like, your friends, you know, because when you're a cop for that long, you got, like, hookers and, and, and people on the street that are working for you, but you help them out every now and then, like, you know, for if her baby gets stolen or something for heroin, and you got to pay, I, I don't know. But yeah, I, I remember because I was going through a house and you had to you had to like distract the other two people that you were with so you could grab the money and they wouldn't see you. Hmm. Yeah, I started playing through Ben McCall, his character in the co-op, and I noticed because as, as I was playing through Eddie Guerrero, he's like secretly trying to, you know, 
transfer this money to pay off his debts, and he's all sort of whispering when he gets in these conversations, trying to keep it on the DL. But then Ben Mc- Ben McCall's character was getting met, getting phone calls saying, "Hey, keep an eye on Eddie Guerrero," or yeah, you know, yeah. we think that he, he may have he may be kind of crooked. And it, it was interesting that I didn't realize that the other characters were sort of onto him. So the the three storylines, it's kind of a neat thing what they're doing there. I, I really like that part of the game. But the thing is, you're, pl- not, you're not going to find that out unless you're playing the co-op. You know what I mean? Or play through the game at multiple times as yeah, the different characters. You're going to do that, Joel? Uh-huh. Yeah. So you can play through the entire campaign. <laughs> Don't spoil it. <laughs> you can play through the campaign in either single player as one of the three characters, as I just mentioned, or you can play online co-op. You can play two to three players co-op and use the different characters. It's a ton of different weapons you can collect through the game. Pistols, machine guns, sniper rifles, rocket launchers, all the the usual fare. There's a wide variety of maps and missions. A lot of driving sequences as well. So you get in in cars and drive around. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Basically, the... (laughs) How do I say this nicely? The the missions are very repetitive. So you, you get in a car, you drive somewhere, you kill a bunch of dudes. You get in the car, you drive somewhere else, you kill a bunch of dudes. Maybe you put a bomb down, drive somewhere else, rinse, repeat, start over. So the, the driving sequences, uh, not that exciting. They just sort of get you to the next spot, and it's just part of the, the re- repetitive mission-based structure of this game. There is uh, combat challenges in the co-op, which was this is kind of cool. It, you know, There's a little mini-game, I guess, within the co-op. So you're not only are you playing through the campaign, but you got these little challenges like first co-op person to get five headshots first person to blow up four cars you kind of are competing with your co-op partners in these little mini games as you're playing through the campaign i thought well, that was a cool. neat touch yeah. i haven't seen that before um as, as i mentioned each character sort of has their own own agenda eddie guerrero is paying off his debts his horses are losing yo he's gotta pay gotta pay off his debts you gotta watch <laughs> for which one takes a dump right before the race i keep telling people that <laughs> And then there's an the there's an online multiplayer portion of the game where you're basically can be a a cop or a criminal and you can choose to be on either side and that the the multiplayer is actually really cool. They they do some things I've never seen done before in multiplayer and if the game performed well would be a lot of fun to play. Hmm. And that's where I suppose I should go into more detail. The game does not perform well. This game is <laughs> no. a disaster <laughs> and what i mean by that I, to summarize it needs more time they it, you know had they put more time into this game it has a ton of potential the storylines are cool the three different characters the multiplayer aspect ton of potential it's just not realized because the 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 game engine and the way this thing is set up it runs very poorly it's got poor frame rate a ton of slowdown not yeah. your typical slowdown where you get into a busy section and all of a sudden everything sort of is a lesser frame rate. No, this thing like coughs and wheezes as you're playing through. Literally, your screen will stop for a second here, a second there, and it really takes you out of the whole thing. It's, it's frustrating, very frustrating, because nowhere in the game was this thing running smoothly. Constant stopping and delaying, screen tearing all over the place, the audio is cutting in and out. So even when you're, you're fortunate, fortunate enough to get to a spot that actually runs smoothly as far as the video, oh, no, then the audio disappears. Yeah. You blow up a car, and it's like... You know, it's just <laughs> constant delays. It is terrible. It's, uh, I can't... It's got to be one of the worst performing games I think I've played. 
honestly. In a long time, at least. I mean, there may be some early ports on the PS3 back in the day that ran like that. But, yeah, for for present day, it, it is pretty poor. Definitely. Collision detection is poor. The voices... You know, the, the voiceovers are actually done, although kind of very stereotypical. I mentioned earlier kind of being in a Cypress Hill song. You got the gangsters walking around like, what's up, Holmes? Hey, Bendejo. <laughs> you know, which... And then they sort of add the whole Gears of War thing where they're all swearing all the time. And it's, you know, it's kind of it definitely seems geared more towards adolescent teens with as far as the, the vocabulary and the, the wording of the, of the script. But the voice talent is at times fairly decent. The problem, however, is that it sounds like it was recorded in a closet. It's just, you know, no matter if you're in a car, if you're in a forest burning down a field of pot, no matter what you're doing, it's echoing. Yeah. Now, I'm in a, this vast forest, and my character's voice is echoing. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, that ain't right, you know? <laughs> so not a lot of detail put into uh, the, the voiceover, the way it's presented, I should say. There's some really good voiceover and some characters that do a good job, but it constant echo, which is, uh, The AI is very dumb. You know, they'll take cover, but then they'll run right at you. Hiding behind a tree, shooting you. Hiding behind a tree, shooting you. Oh, fuck it. I'm running right at you. You know? There's a lot of that in the game. So not It's it's the Far Cry effect. True. (laughs) The civilians, the the character models are repeated way too often. So one one thing that comes to mind, I was on this this mission where I had to uh, take out some gangstas. And then I had to get in my car, and I got to take this car out of an impound, smash through a fence and go chase down some other characters. So I'm taking on all the gangsters. Of course, the gangsters, you know, I, I mentioned stereotypes. They've got the uh, bandanas on their heads. Yep. They've got the, the baggy jeans, you know, and it's just so, oh, like, okay, these are, those are gangsters. You can yep. tell. They're, they're dressed like gangsters. So I pull my car out. I, r- I run over what I think are gangsters because, you know, they got the same sort of outfits on. Oh, <laughs> and then, I get, and then the, it says, mission fails. You just ran over too many civilians. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> The All gangsters the are the ones with the like guns gangsters. that are shooting at you. Ah, yeah. ah no, now you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cliche, dumb one-liners. I mentioned yeah. the whole Gears of War sort of language going on. There's this one line, and they, they repeat the lines over and over and over again. So maybe it'd be funny once or twice, and that's even a stretch. But after you hear it like 14 or 15 times, it starts to just be totally annoying. The, uh, the character Ben McCall, you know, the descendant from, of course, the Wild West Ray McCall, he's got this line he keeps repeating, and it's got to be one of the worst lines in video game history. And I actually wrote this one down. These assholes are starting to chap my ass. <laughs> what, I say Who that on a daily that? basis. <laughs> <laughs> I only say it to my boss. <laughs> wow. But it's funny. <sighs> I mean, it's like, are you serious? These assholes are starting to chap my ass. Over and over and over. Not, that's an awkward line to hear once. Yeah. To hear that like 20 times. Um, poorly put together. I'm in a gunfight in a strip club. I'm trying to uh, you, you interrogate a bunch of uh, strippers, trying to get some information. Then all of a sudden, they kind of figure out who you are, and they're chasing after you. So you got to get out of the strip club, club quickly. As I'm in the middle of gunfire, it's this one kind of intense section. You got all these guys coming at you. You got to get through an exit. So you're kind of trying to... Uh, maneuver around a bar area and get to this one exit point. And then my phone rings. It's the crooked, uh, or it's the guy that, you know, I need to pay off for my gambling debts. 
he keeps calling me when I'm trying to gunfight. But of course, there's not a button to answer the phone. There's not a, oh, wait, I'll answer the phone later. No, he literally answers the call in the middle of the gunfight every time. So it's like I got to quickly get out of the way. Like, shit, shit, shit. There's, I'm trying to shoot, but this guy wants to talk on the phone. And like, hey, man, yeah, I'll get you your cash. It's like, dude, we're in the middle of a gunfight. So it's... Where's my money, Brian? Where's my money, Brian? I don't want to have to do this, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Redeeming qualities. (laughs) You can shoot tires in cars and they go flat. I thought that was kind of cool. For the first time, uh, or one of the few times, it's a first-person shooter. You can actually look down and see your feet when you're walking. I thought that was kind of (laughs) cool. That's about it. You know, the game has got some really good ideas, and I think if they would have spent a few more months with it, polished it, even with the goofy language and the stereotypes, the fact that the co-op and the story co-op is kind of cool, the the multiplayer is totally different, it's unique. This game has had had a lot of potential, but it just seems like they rushed it to release because it just runs like absolute, oh, excuse me, Assholes are starting to chap my ass. That's how this game runs. <laughs> so, you know, I, I considered giving it an incomplete at, at points as I was playing through this. I'm like, man, how do you grade this thing? You know, it's got some good ideas. It just doesn't run well. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to give it a D. I'm not going to give it an F because it's got a couple things there that I think, you know, if maybe they'll patch it. I, I don't know if that's even possible to fix all of the problems that are in here. It, maybe if they were to go back and, and to fix it. You know, it's not an F, but it's a, it's a D, and it's a solid D, and, and that's being nice. So it, it's a shame. You know what I, what I thought was very interesting also, and I want to give a shout-out to Sir Speedy 365 who I met online last night. We were playing some co-op and did a lot of talking to this swap guy. Swap numbers? <laughs> he's on my friends list now the guy's really cool we oh, played some cool. co-op together for a while and i was just picking his brain because he's been playing this game for a long time i'm like dude <laughs> really tell me about this you know what you know just kind of bring me up to speed what's going on here you know it was really i get i get in a, the co-op match with the guy and the first question on my mouth is okay dude does this run any better in co-op and he's like yeah a little bit and sure enough in co-op mode online it runs a little bit smoother than the single player game explain that one that's a first. It seems like the net code is solid. It's just that the game itself chokes and coughs and wheezes and the audio is in and out. The multiplayer, you're online playing multiplayer, you got the guy in your sights and all of a sudden your screen freezes. It just happens to be that moment where it's going to cough. Well, you know, first, and then you get shot. It's loading up a new sound. <laughs> exactly. So a lot of potential, just it's not realized. Man. It's a, it's a D. It's a shame. I, you know, had they spent more time on this, this game really could have been pretty cool. Well, so. and, and that's the weird part. The, you know, the other Call of Juarez games were, I mean, they got pretty good reviews all the time. And like you said, this one, when I was playing it, it, it had so much potential. I mean, there was some pretty decent stuff there. And then it just, and then you start playing it and you're like, what the hell is this? You know, and like you said, I think if they would have spent a couple more months on it, it could have been a great game. I think so. And yeah. I still somehow managed to play through a chunk of it. You know, it's like even though it's coughing and wheezing and freezing and the audio's cutting in and out, I'm still trying to push through it. It's just, it got to be so hard after a while. It, it's a, a lesson in futility. It's yeah. trying to really 
plays on your patience, and it, it's definitely a game I will not finish. <laughs> and, and, you know, and maybe I'll play with Sir Speedy 365 again because that dude's really cool. And we had a great time. Uh, and from what I understand, not to spoil anything, and I didn't get this far myself, but apparently the ending is pretty cool if you play it in co-op. Now, he explained it to me, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it, it's got a neat little twist at the end if you play it in co-op. <laughs> What's a twist? A twist. Ezio from uh, Assassin's Creed shows up, and he's actually your boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got a neat little thing at the end there. It, uh, re- sort of like Double Dragon uh, at the end. Ah, uh, so you both get there, double just... team Madonna. Is that it? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, we we have your you you have our permission to stop playing that so you can get on the Madden review. Okay, good. Which right. I will be doing happily. Okay. <laughs> right, right, Josh. He's got our permission. No, I think he needs to finish the game. <laughs> eh, don't listen to him. You got you got extra life to finish the game at. Then we can all laugh at you. I played it for like an hour. I'm like, yep. I saw enough. (laughs) (laughs) But actually, the first hour is the worst. After that, it becomes the best game ever. Like silky smooth. It's like just cause three. Well, I said it. I said it before, and I'll say it again. I was going to give it the benefit of the doubt, and I did. I played past the first hour, and ah, you're wrong. It doesn't get any better. (laughs) And I tried the multiplayer, and I tried the co-op. I really exhausted all all opportunities to see if it if it improved, and it just. The issues it has never never gets any better, and it's that it's like that the whole way through. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks to Ubisoft anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. yeah it, 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 it's it's yeah yeah. Play Madden. Anyway, Double O Rican. What Double O Rican was that? One of our listeners was asking, and a friend of ours, of course. He's like, "Oh, you want to play co-op? You want to play it after?" I'm like, "Sure, that'd be great." You know, he's like, "I'll go pick it up." I'm like, awesome. Oh. But actually, I messaged him i'm like ah yeah don't do that don't, just rent it don't, don't, yeah. Go to <laughs> i think i saved him a little a little bit there yeah appreciate the offer though it would have been fun to play with him it just did, didn't want to be responsible for him spending the money on it without at least giving it a shot first there's so much coming out that's way better it's just <laughs> even in a drought i don't know if i'd say go buy it just so we can play co-op Ugh. you know if it comes down in price you know maybe it might be worth checking it out if you're into Cypress Hill or the, the new Wild West. <laughs> Otherwise, avoid this one. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. All right. Uh, well, on to uh, Street Fighter the Third Strike. Uh, a lot of people have been anticipating this one. Uh, obviously, I'm not the fighting game guy from Retroids. Uh, I, I can give you my experiences with it, that kind of thing I do on the PlayStation 2 Anniversary Collection. and on. But honestly, we never had Third Strike in an arcade cabinet anywhere around here when it was out. I, I didn't, never even saw the damn thing. So I uh, played it quite a bit over the last few days. We got it last week, and I've been playing it quite a lot and getting my ass kicked. Uh, but it, it's, you know, it's one of those games that a lot of the fighting game fans really hold dear to their heart with this one because this is kind of that game that started bringing a lot of the mechanics that you see in a lot of the modern fighting games. This is the one that kind of started all that stuff, like the parrying system and, uh, you know, the, the ultras and, and all the other weird terms that I don't know. We should have gotten Sauron for this. So, <clears throat> yeah. basically, it's a PSN download. It's 15 bucks. If you have plus, it's 12 bucks. But it's... Unlike like Street Fighter 2 HD, which uh, HD Remix, and unlike Street Fighter 4, unlike a lot of these other games, like well, I guess we should really compare it to Street Fighter 2 HDR. It's not remade. 
So it's not remade graphics. It's not rebalanced or anything like that. This is the arcade cabinet uh, ROM, but they they added some uh, some filters if you want to use them. So first off, you can stretch it out to widescreen, which looks like shit. Uh, or unlike Marvel vs. Capcom 2, which was actually made for widescreen originally. Uh, but you have a smoothing filter, which I think looks really good, especially on the newer sets. Uh, you can also add scan lines, so it looks like an older CRT, which is kind of cool. Uh, you also, it says you can unlock it for 99 cents, but you can also hmm. uh, unlock the dip switches from the arcade cab. Uh, so you can do that for 99 cents, or if you go through the game and beat it in a certain way, it'll unlock it for you. Uh, you can also unlock uh, Gil, I believe the character is, uh, by playing through the game and, and defeating it in a certain way. So uh, those those are really the only DLC that I know of about uh, so far. And they also have the avatars you can download for f- like 49 cents a pop, which isn't bad at all. So it's 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 third strike. It, it it's a third strike ROM. Uh, I of course played it in four three because it's the only way to play it in my opinion. And uh, which I think they do something kind of cool that they don't do in the other games, and that is, you know, they've got these VIP points that you can keep earning through different challenges that are just kind of going on in the background, like you know, it's a little meta game, and uh, it'll actually show you your progress on the left side of the screen, and you know, off in the the unused area, and it'll actually show you like, oh, two more fireballs, and you're gonna be, you're gonna have this, or you know, five more kicks to the face, and you'll get this, or whatever, <clears throat> two more grabs of Chun Li's tits, and you get this. Um, <laughs> so whatever, you know, so I, I, I like that they did that. I, I really like that they did that. Uh, the weird part going to this game for me is I think at the height of everything was, was Street Fighter two for me, like all the different iterations of Street Fighter two. I played those a ton and then I moved on to Mortal Kombat after that, but I still played Street Fighter two all the time. And that's why I've never been very good at Street Fighter four because there's so many more mechanics now. This one I'm trying to learn the parry system, and, and there's a way to actually go into training and learn it. Uh, so I'm trying to learn it. I'm not too good at it yet. But the weird part with this one for me is that so many of the characters are new. So there's really only, I think, maybe four or five characters in the roster that I, that I recognize. You know, you got uh, Ryu and Ken, and you've got Chun-Li, and you've got Akuma. And I think there's one other one out there. The rest of them are all brand new characters that I have no idea how to control or do anything with. Uh the other problem with this game, as a whole, not the PSN version, but just a problem with Street Fighter Third Strike, is that it's probably the most wildly unbalanced game in the Street Fighter series. Uh, you've got characters, which I'm forgetting one of them, but there's this one that's just ridiculous. But uh, even Chun-Li is, is pretty overpowering, apparently, and, and uh, a couple of the other ones. And they didn't change that in this game, and I think that was the right move. And I think you're going to see some people review this game and bitch because... They didn't rebalance it. They, Capcom really didn't do very much with it. But I think that that's the right move, in my opinion. If you're going to be a purist, especially with, with Third Strike, don't screw with it. People love the game for a reason, and that's why it's that way. If you start rebalancing and everything else, you're going to piss people off. And this is here yeah, for those I fans. So I don't want that done with any of my <clears throat> old... Like, if you're pulling out an old arcade game and saying, here it is, here's that old arcade game... Don't change it. Exactly. Give me the old arcade game. <laughs> See, but that's I like what, I what they did with Street Fighter Two HDR. I think that's a fantastic game. It's got all that new art from Udon, which a lot of people don't like, but I think the art looks great. But it, it, it was rebalanced to a certain extent, and I, but I like the game. I like what they did with it, even though the netcode sucks. 
but it's still fun to play locally. I, I really enjoy like whenever we go over to somebody for a gaming night and they you know we get all the fighting games going. I always push to play SF two because I love that game so much and I can hold my own. SF three, I think is is fantastic. You know, it, it's true to the real game, and the best part about it is. They're using GGPO for the online. Now, what GGPO is for the people that don't know, and I don't know the whole history of it, but basically it was this community, I believe it's a community thing, where they built this net code, and you could play some fighting games on the PC online. And basically it's this really tightly uh, customized net code just for fighting games. And when you play this online, even with somebody that shows a really bad ping, because last night when I was playing it, the only people that had this were people in Japan. And it played beautifully. I only had maybe two or three instances where a character kind of warped a little bit. That's the worst I saw. There were no pauses. There were no hesitations. There was, for me, there was no perceived input lag whatsoever. It played beautifully. Now, with all the people getting the game today, I don't know if that's still going to be the case. I mean, obviously, I think the leaderboards last night had about 2,000 people on them, and that's it, in the whole world. So, obviously, today, now it's being released... It's it's probably going to have but, 2050. Yeah. I you know, but the online is fantastic. I mean, I was streaming it from my house last night while I was playing online, and first off the stream apparently looked really good, but I never had a problem online here. We had one match drop, and that's it out of all of them. And I play I played a lot of matches. So, it's also got a little lobby system so you can get in, you know, and play around robin like like in some of the other games. Uh there's no option to watch the matches that are going on though so you're just sitting in the lobby also i found out because i was like is there any voice chat in this game you only have voice chat with your friends people on your friends list so people are probably going to complain about that this is going to be a little skype instances but uh i kind of like that fact then you don't have to listen to all the random internet jags uh so you know and and then there's the replay feature i just tested it before we recorded tonight because after you record a replay which the replays are great they're perfect but you can actually output those to YouTube. Well, it works. I mean, you get the good frame rate, but it only outputs it in 240p. And there's a lot of artifacting and a lot of blurriness. But it's a neat feature. It's nice that they have it. It's, it works better than a lot of the games I've seen use the YouTube thing. <coughs> MLB 11. So <laughs> it, it works. I mean, it, it looks like crud. I agree. And, and some of us have capture equipment that we can do better stuff. But... It works, and it's very tightly integrated, and I really like it. You know, so you've got your ranked matches where you just get matched up with somebody else randomly. You've got your friends' uh, friend support on there, which I couldn't really test too much because none of my friends had the game. And you've got the random stuff. You've got the public stuff. And, and there's a, the, the cool thing is if you set up your own lobby, you can actually uh, ban certain characters. So those characters that are out there that are way overpowered in the game, you can actually ban those from your lobby. That's pretty cool. That is a very cool feature, and I'm very glad they put that in there. Very good idea. Yeah, that's an awesome idea. So you know, I play it with the smoothing on. A lot of people, all the peers, probably won't. The animation's great in the game. It's a gorgeous game for the time, Um, and it works. Oh, also, it has the um, the button config from SF2. So you basically just pop down the buttons. You don't have to, you know, go to this one. Okay, now push right. So you go over to the button you're talking about. Nope. You just go up to jab and everything else and just hit the button you want and it just scrolls down automatically. So you boom, 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 you're right through. Uh, so, yeah, they put the right button config in there, which is very, very kick-ass. Uh, and also one last thing, the theme song is fucking terrible. 
and you can't turn it off even when you're waiting in the lobby. Ooh. It's fucking <laughs> awesome. Like on the stream last night, there, is this the only song that plays? Yep. Can you turn it off? I'm like, I don't know. Let's find out. So I backed out, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's awful. Gonna knock you out. Gonna knock you out all the time. So anyway, uh, no, I, I think it's fantastic. Uh, Capcom, I think, did a gr- ha- made some great decisions here. I, I really do think that if they would have messed with the balance whatsoever or any of this stuff, people would have really been pissed off. This is one of those games that's a beloved treasure to a lot of fighting game fans. And it's one of those niche titles where you're not supposed to like it, but you do. You know what I mean? It, it's because... I, I don't know what the love is, honestly. I think it's a great game, though. And uh, I'd actually still probably play this over Street Fighter 4. <laughs> I love Street Fighter 4, but I just I can't grasp it. So yeah, I, I definitely give this game an A. I think it's fantastic. I think for the price and what you're getting, it's it's awesome. Uh, especially with the GGPO. I, I think I really wish they would go back and put a huge patch into uh, SF2 with GGPO. If they did that, I think that game would get a lot more support from people. Uh, it, it really upsets me that a lot of people don't play that game anymore because I just I love it to death. So yeah, uh, if you're a fighting game fanatic, especially, or if you were afraid they're going to screw this up, I don't think they did. I, I think they complemented it with the online stuff and also the, the the menu art because they have this really high res character art of all the different characters in the game. It's fantastic. So uh, yeah, I you know obviously this isn't a review from somebody that's going to know all the mechanics. Like there's two frames missing here. I tried to hit on that frame and it didn't work here. And what I don't know all that shit. So if you're looking for that kind of hardcore review, not the right place. So yeah, all right, PlayStation Home. So Joel can talk about home now. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> all I got is uh, we got. I don't even know if we got an email about this, so Josh can correct me again if applicable. If one of the emails I say is is one of the ones you forwarded, but people are asking where to find our video in home. Yeah, yeah, I didn't forward that email. I knew we would talk about it. <clears throat> Thank you for being psychic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> so you go to the community theater. Uh, so when you're in the central plaza, there's the community theater. It's got scrolling banners on it and some big posters up. Looks well, like that's that's theater. the main theater. The community theater is just the theater ten. Right, so you go into the main theater, and then you can go within that over to Theater 10. used to be Theater 8, yeah. but now we're in Theater 10. So look for Theater 10. The The videos are basically just in the... You can't pick and choose in which, which order you're going to watch them, so you have to just watch them as they're presented to you. Yeah. It's, a, it's basically a scroll. So in other words, <clears throat> if ours is the latest and greatest, it's up there first. As new videos are, are put in there, though, it, it gets pushed towards the back. Uh, last I checked, there was one video in front of ours. It might even be more now. So you might have to sit mm. through a video or two to get to ours. But just go to Community Theater 10, have a seat, grab some popcorn, and enjoy. And hopefully by the time you get to ours, you're still, you're still there and can watch ours. <laughs> well, Conscious. but the thing is, that they're not numbered. Like, like, they're numbered according to the back-end code of... Well, you'll see of, it, though, because it's actually got the... When you walk in, take a right. It's got the banner. Yeah, you'll see the banners for the, all the community shows yeah. and everything. So, yeah, that's all you got And that's for. the thing. Like, they, they said in the PlayStation blog, and they say everywhere, it's in Theater 10, and then you go in there, and you're like, well, where the hell is Theater 10? Like, yeah. there's no numbers anywhere. You have to find the, the banner. But when you first start up home, you know, there's there's, like, what's new? Yeah. 
And if you go down like the new stuff, they always have the community theater as one of those things. And you can just click on that and it'll send you right into the theater. So you don't even have to do anything else. Right. And they actually change the image for the community theater in that menu. They'll put the logos of the shows that they've uploaded this that week. So right yeah. now you'll see the PS Nation logo and a couple other ones. Uh, what happens is, I mean, we were kind of spoiled before because they were only uploading like one show a week. And, you know, if we got uploaded, we were right there right away. So they're doing like three different shows a week now uh, on Thursdays. So right now we are just second in line. And then this coming Thursday we'll get shoved back a couple more. But, uh, yeah, you have to wait through the first one. You'll get to us. Also, uh, don't forget, if you do miss it, and also, this is just the North American home, so people in Europe, people in Japan, everything else, they have to wait until we get it posted. Uh, I usually yeah, try that's to, a critical thing. Yeah. Uh, because people are looking for it, and they don't know. It's it's only North America. Yeah, there's not much we can do about that. Uh, but we, we, do, we are able to post that on the internet two weeks after it gets uh, thrown into home. So... Uh, next week, I'll be putting that up on our Blip TV account, which is blip.tv slash psnation. Uh, you can also subscribe to it on iTunes. We've got the link in our show notes. And uh, also, I'm trying to get those posted on our website. So we're up to episode four on the website. I'll get five and six done on uh, the website this weekend. Uh, so you'll be able to go to the video section on our website, and you'll see a PlayStation Home section, and you can just go to whichever one you want to check out, which actually just links over to Blip TV. So... Uh, yeah, so, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the one that's before us right now is that shout-outs one, which, <sighs> it seems, I don't know, I don't I don't get it. <laughs> that's literally I mean, it's all it's, it, it is. Well, they all sit there thing. for 15 minutes and just, hey, I'm going to shout-out my friends, blah, 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 well, blah, blah, Well, but that's blah, what it is. Blah, it's blah, it's blah. that they're talking about their community members and the show and that thing, but <sighs> I don't know, it's kind of, it was kind of weird, this one, this because I've never sat through one of those before, and... I just kind of <sighs> went, what are, what are we watching? <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah, I'm sure if you're in their community and you're one of those people they're giving a shout-out to, you probably get a little warm fuzzy yeah. in your tummy. But besides that, it is a little hard to watch. It's, a, it's just a little weird. I, I wasn't expecting that. So It's kind of like the Spanish Inquisition. They probably say they probably say the same thing about our video. Yeah. Like, oh, they just got to get through that PS Nation crap to get to our shout-outs. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about Starhawk and Uncharted 3 and Rage and Journey and... Me and jo- Josh standing in front of the hall talking about going to burn some brain cells at Bethesda's party. And glass walls. <laughs> and glass walls. Glass walls is Making in there. A special appearance. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I understand it. it it's, it's definitely a community type thing with that show. And uh, Urgent Furies is after ours. They're really cranking out the content. But um, I, I wanted to start working on our new one last weekend. And, yeah, well, work didn't really... Allow me to do that. So I'm going to work on our new one probably this weekend and get that rolling. Um, it's great, too, because we've got that interview with Trendy Entertainment, and they finally said that uh, they're trying to set a date for Dungeon Defenders on the PSN now. So they've announced the date for the PC and the 360 version, but not uh, PSN yet. So uh, as soon as we get that info, I'll be able to kind of work that in with the uh, with the interview we did, and I've got some B-roll now, so happy about that. It's a neat game. We got drunk with those guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then Abby Happy started screwing with Josh. It was a fun night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> all right, well, let's get through all these. Oh my god, all these emails. Well, wait a second. What? what? I got home stuff. Oh wait, uh, me too. I, I totally forgot. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, look at the teleprompter. What do you want me to do? Oh jeez. Shut up. All right. What do you want to talk about at home? 
All right. Well, Joel, did well, you get done with say. all your stuff? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I knew that's all he had. <laughs> well, I forgot you're psychic. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. All right. So I, after I sat through all that just to get to our video, which I already had on my computer and I could have watched anyway, but... <laughs> <laughs> but we wanted to go watch with our homies. Yeah. See what I did nice. Who yeah, were all was, going, what is this thing I'm watching? What is this that, show? See, that's what? why I wish I that there was some way... Because it just... It's per user. Like, when you walk yeah. into that theater, it just starts the roll. It yeah. doesn't... It's not like it's constantly just running and you're walking into the room like a regular TV. So you don't really ever get to, like, watch it with your friends unless you all go... Like, you should all sit in the in the, in the, uh, the, the central plaza and, and just go, okay, three, two, one, hit it! Because <laughs> <laughs> I had people commenting yeah. on the show, like, all the way throughout, like, oh, that's really funny. Oh, Starhawk. Oh, Journey. I'm like, uh, what? Who? What? What? Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Um, so after I got out of there, I went and I went into this thing called Slap Happy Sam. Ah, yes. Have you guys been in there? I have. Mm, I heard about it. It's pretty freaking fun. <laughs> it's by the odd gentleman who created Adventures of PB Winterbottom, which is on the 360. I think it might be on the PC as well. It is, yes. And... um it's kind of a fun game. You get a bunch of people up on stage, and you have a couple different things you can do. You can attack, block, or deflect, and that's pretty much all it is. But you pick a person to attack, or or you block, or you deflect, and you're just hoping that somebody is either attacking you or blocking you or whatever. Uh, so it's sort of a rock, paper, scissors with like six people on stage. You lose points all the way through, and the last one standing is basically the winner. Um, it's goofy, though. The sound effects are goofy. The The animation is really funny. Um, like, the first time I got on there, it was just me and some girl. I'm assuming it was a girl. No, it was a guy. Looked like a girl. It was a guy. Who knows? It was a guy. Um, <laughs> but we were laughing the whole time. Like, everything that happened, it was just really, really funny the whole way through. So, that's kind of a neat little game. Uh, and I think if you buy the old uh, record player, the yeah. old, old, like, RCA dog sticking his head in the thing. The RCA, record type the Victrola? Player. Yeah. Yes. The old Victrola. Uh, thanks, old guy. Uh, the old <laughs> <laughs> I still have one of those somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, I think if you buy that, you basically get that game to put in your own space. I think. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, but then I also went into, I didn't even know this existed. There's an infamous space in there. Yep. Yeah. Like and I went into in that. There. And that's that's pretty cool. It's like. Uh, like the abandoned docks area and you go into this docks area and there's trailers playing and there's there's all the TV stuff like when you're walking through the game all the all the TV cut-ins uh, yeah. you know like the news and stuff it's that not re- it's playing. not retrofitted for infamous 2 though is it it's still the old infamous mm, I'm pretty yeah sh- I believe it's all the old so stuff So did you play the, the uh did you play the 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 shooting game the shooting yes, gallery Yes I did Yeah Yeah yeah, cool. I had fun with that. I actually, I, I thought, yeah, I'll play it really quick. And then I got to like level 15 or 16 or something like that. I was like, Ugh. I 
I kind of want to just take a dive here because I want to stop, but I just kept going and going and going. Uh, yeah, it was neat. It was actually uh, a pretty neat game. You know, it's it's your basic, you know, boardwalk, uh, things flying by, shoot the targets type of game. Well, I mean, that was, was kind of back when they started adding games that they're all kind of simple. You know, yeah. like the Resistance 2-1 was uh, shooting down yeah. planes with the anti-aircraft gun and, you know, a lot of that stuff. And it was neat, but it never really controlled that well. And, like, that, that Infamous one would be way better with a move controller. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, actually, it would. Yeah. But it worked out pretty well. I, I actually kind of enjoyed it. And I might go back in and, and play that one again. I think I, I won something. It's probably a shirt or something. Yeah, it's probably a shirt um, or a bookmarkers yeah but it's a it's a neat little space i mean there's not a ton of stuff going on in there you know there's there's the videos and things like that and i went over i found like a little leaderboard space so after i played i went over to the leaderboards and it's just blank so i think there was a glitch or something probably yeah but yeah it was it was really actually kind of neat so but that's all i did in home this week so well i uh i Played a lot of, of uh, 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 Scribble Shooter, uh, but I kind of got screwed up on my rounds, so I kind of gave up a little bit and just started fuck, fucking around and all that stuff. Uh, so I want to spend a lot more time on that, and also I, I put the uh, the craps table in my uh, in my space. So and it, I'm I'm kind of pissed because my space got messed up. I don't know how what happened, but my Galaga machine's gone, my Pac-Man machine's gone, so I gotta gotta find well, all that again. Well, wait a second, was it? See now this this happened to me too, and I was confused at first. It doesn't. It's not a persistent space. Like it's saved on your machine. So if you go to a different PS3 and you go into that space, it's not going to be there the way you expect it to be. Mm, it should be in this PS3 though. So hmm. yeah, a little weird. Or at least it doesn't seem to be. Maybe they've changed that, but it didn't seem to be the last time I did that. So yeah. I'd have well, to I know the costumes and everything don't go to changed. the other PS3. I know that, but. Uh, the spaces yeah. I thought were supposed to be a little more. So anyway, so I uh, played around a little bit, but I, I still don't understand the, the rules of craps. So I got to figure that out someday. It's like the only casino game I just never really understood. But well, it explains it all in there because I, I didn't really get that I wasn't, either. I wasn't but. in the mood for learning. I was just in the mood for playing. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well said, sir. You know. Uh, no, nah, so I, you know, I, I messed around with the community theater, talked to some people, and then you showed up, Josh, for a little while, and mm-hmm. uh, and I left right away after that because we can't be seen in the same place. <laughs> well, yeah, and then I had to wait a half hour for our video to freaking yeah, show up. Well. Uh, <sighs> yeah, so I, I just messed around a little bit, walked around the Central Plaza a little bit, walked around the mall, just kind of looking around, and uh, then I had to leave. But yeah, Scribble Shooter, it's worth every penny. Buy it, people. It's awesome. So I got to work on those leaderboards this weekend. Hopefully, I need to get up there. Although I think I, I am beating your score, Josh. I keep forgetting that that's out. Oh, I'm sure you did. It. Yeah, it's pretty badass. So anyway, I only played it the one time, and I stopped early so we could record. Yeah, uh-huh. no. that'll yep. happen. Excuses. All right. <laughs> All right, well, let's hit this mountain of news or of emails and voicemails and stuff and junk. So, uh, ah, fuck it. Let's play a voicemail first. So, let's see here. All right, here we go. Hey. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's from Australia, 
and his phone kept cutting out at first, so he's a little tough to understand. Listen extra close. From Australia. Um, I've got two questions at the moment. My first one is, coming to America in November, and I'm looking to buy some games cheap. Now, I know you're always bagging on GameStop, so I was wondering, where <laughs> do you guys go to buy games? Um, my second Josh's question is, mainly aimed at Glenn, because I know you've got um, both headsets. You've got the um, the Turtle Beach gaming headset. I can't remember what model it is, but no, it's the PS3 one and the A40. Um, I was just wondering, me and my dad planning on buying one, and I was just wondering which one, maybe like pros and cons for both of them. That'd be helpful. Anyway, see you later, guys. Uh, where should you buy games? Well, if you can find a Kmart, they've been just going crazy. Mm. Uh, Best Buy, Target, Walmart. I typically go Amazon. Um, yeah, but is he going to be able to do that when he's just visiting the U.S.? Yeah, I don't know. He probably needs a brick and mortar. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Come on, um, man. Think with your head. <laughs> but that's you know what actually target is a good idea because if you go into the target you go to the video game section but then walk around that general area and look at the end caps yeah they usually have an area that's sort of the clearance space and they usually have the best one i uh, yeah, yeah. I picked up Pure had been out for two weeks, and I picked it up for thirteen dollars on the clearance shelf. Target Whoa. is where I picked up the three <laughs> copies of End War for uh, I think it was like eighteen dollars, and all three of them packed in the fifty dollars Sony with, heads, Bluetooth headset with the headset. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'd say check for small mom and pa kind of stores. What I mean by that is where I don't know where you're where you're coming into the states. But just check like the yellow pages under video games and see if you can find not the Best Buy, not the GameStop, but just a small mom and pa shop. We've got some here in Wisconsin that are phenomenal. I would imagine that other states, I don't know if you have any in your area, Josh, but those are always a good mm. place to get some of, the, some of the older used games for a good price. I agree, yeah. Uh, I mean, GameStop has used games, but they usually overprice them and they're raping people for the to sell those things. So that's why we usually try to go to the... You know, the, like Joel said, the little smaller mom-and-pop place. You know, around Milwaukee, you've got uh, Mega Media Exchange, that kind of thing, which is a chain, but it's in Wisconsin, so there's like Green Bay, Appleton, and everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you want, let us know where you're going to be, and maybe we'll put a call out to everybody. And, uh, you know, if you're going to a certain area, we might be able to find some people that can tell you where to go. You should come to Wisconsin when you're here, because Josh, he's Mr. Moneybags. He's got three PS3s. He'll just get on a plane and fly out here whatever weekend you're in town. So just yeah. give us a heads up. Yeah, we'll, uh, Wisconsin. Or don't tell it. Don't tell him. He'll know. He's psychic. <laughs> he's psychic. So he'll just show up, and he'll be a part of the fun. <laughs> Milwaukee? What is Milwaukee? <laughs> <laughs> it is the bronze funds. <laughs> yeah, don't play dumb. You you knew all about it before you got. You're like, I want to see the Fonz, yeah. and I want to see where Laverne and Shirley was filmed, and then I want well, to. That Milwaukee line is from Happy Days. Okay, you got it's me on the, go on the Happy Days lines because I haven't seen that show in years. Well, it's when they're off in the woods and they're pretending that they're from like Russia, and the girls are like, "Oh, are you from Milwaukee?" They're like. 
And Richie goes, Milwaukee? What is Milwaukee? <laughs> Jeez. All right. First email, and I'm reading well, this on, one. Hold on, hold on. He also asked about headphones. Oh, shit. Sorry. And actually, uh, well, I've had the, 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 the Turtle Beach, uh, the P21s, but uh, actually Joel has the DPX21s. I do, yeah, and I like them a lot. They're like 150 bucks. They're very comfortable. Yeah. And the, the microphone works really well. Agreed. So it's got a sim- simulated surround sound, but it, it handles it very capably. And for 150 bucks, it's probably about the best pair of headphones you can probably get for that price. I like them a lot. Yeah, I agree. The, the, they're very comfortable. Very comfortable. Yeah, I just, always forget the pair I have. It's the Triton something or other. They're fancy. Are you, do you have the AX Pros or do you have the AX 720s? I think it's the Pros. It's it's orange lit up on the side, and you've got the newer version of the AX Pros, I think, because I have the older version mm-hmm. of the AX Pro. Yeah, they're nice, That's but what they I'm clamp using. on your head. I mean, after a while, you got to take them off. Oh, no, these, no, these are incredibly, that's what I'm using right now to record, because they're so comfortable. And that's why everybody hears every mouse click he makes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because the Tritons like, are notorious for having really sensitive microphones. But they what are if, so comfortable, and they sound better. Tritons do this, but the, the DPX-21s I have for the Turtle Beach has the, the separate unit up towards the, up near the console that has, like, the, the basically the conversion of the... Yeah surround sound mm. to the stereo yeah. or to the headset but then you also have the little unit up by your up by the the headset itself where you can control the the game chat volume and the, and the game volume itself and there's a neat easy to use little mute switch yeah i love having a mute switch <laughs> it's ba- really important basically your dpx 21s a lot it, it's those are basically the the p21s but you have the dp part of it is the digital processor that you're talking about the cool thing about the turtle beach is that it's powered over USB. The Tritons have a controller box as well, but they actually have to use external power. But the Tritons also allow you, if your yeah. friend has the same headphones, he can plug them into the box and use those as well. So you don't have the AX Pro, because remember when we tried to do that, Josh, and it didn't work with my, with my box at, at MGC. Mm. Remember, it was a different yeah. plug. So I've got the yeah. AX Pros here. And they're nice. They're really nice. The simulated surround and everything. All, basically, any of the gaming headphones you find, you know, when we talk to um, uh, when we talk to Stan from Astro Gaming, he kind of explained it. You're probably not going to find many headphones out there with full 7.1 speakers. Uh, they use the Dolby Digital has this um, simulated surround profile for headphones, and a lot of places use them. Uh, but you're going to hear a difference because of the speaker quality in a lot of the headphones. Uh, I would say that. The Tritons probably sound better than the Turtle Beach for simulated surround. But the microphone is better on the Turtle Beach than it is on the Tritons because we've had a lot of problems with Triton mics. Personally, I think the Turtle Beach are more comfortable because they're literally like putting pillows on your ears. They're just so comfy. Uh, The Astro Gaming, which I use now, those are like the, the Ferrari of headphones. You're going to pay more for them and they fully admit you're going to pay more for these. But the mic works beautifully. It's detachable. Uh, they're very customizable so you can get the little panels on the side. You can put your own pictures on them, stuff like that. Uh, the AX30s kind of sit on your head, on your ears, whereas the AX40s that I have here uh, cover your ears. So the only problem with those, if it's kind of hot, you're going to start just sweating your ass off. <clears throat> 
AX30 is the ones we used or that we used at GDC, Joel, uh, with uh, Resistance Three, and those were awesome. Uh, I just looked mine up. Yeah, I looked up my order history. Triton AX Pro True Five Point One Gaming Headphones. So you have the newer ones, then I think if they're orange. Yeah, yeah, you have the newer ones from two thousand nine. Yeah, you have the newer ones because I think mine are two thousand eight. Yeah, because when they um, when they merged no- with Mad Cats, they changed their whole uh, their whole style. Yeah, they're they're really nice. The only thing that drives me nuts is the wires. You know, you've got yeah. you need two outlets to plug into, and you got wires running everywhere. Um, but it has it's got that same inline thing that Joel was talking about, where I can control yeah. the volume on all the different front, rear, center. Yeah, yeah. I've got a I've got a mute button. I've got everything. You know, it's great, but. You got wires running everywhere. Oh yeah, it's just a nightmare. I want wireless. Personally, if it was me, if it was between the Triton and the Turtle Beach, I would probably go for the Turtle Beach, just because of the comfort factor and also the microphone works way better. It does work way better. Uh, now that I've got these Astro Gamings here, and and Joel's going to be be using those for extra life, uh, he's going to find out very quickly that my God, the sound is so good in those things. Well, you tried them at MGC. Both of you guys tried them at MGC. Yeah, they're awesome. Holy fuck. I mean, they're... And the cool thing is, like, we got the wireless one here. Yeah, I mean, the wireless is expensive. So you can get them wired, and then the same headphones and everything, you can get the wired box instead of the wireless. But one thing I really like about the Astro Gaming, wired or wireless, is that the main controller box actually has a pass-through for optical. So instead of having to switch over and just use the the, the controller box for whatever one you're, you're using... The Astro Gaming allows you to take an optical from the console into the box and then back out to your receiver. So you can actually switch between if you want to use the headphones or the receiver at any time. And I really like that because that, that's, it's, it's been a, a godsend for me. Because every now and then I want to use the microphone on the Astros and uh, see how the sound sounds for a certain game in the headphones. And it's great because I don't have to unhook all these cables and everything. I can just yeah, turn off the receiver and just use the headphones. So... Yeah, but personally, I would go for the Turtle Beach. And actually now, I mean, the DPX-21s are the kind of the older models. Uh, the, they've got the PX-5 now for Turtle Beach, which is, which is more expensive. But uh, the controller box actually allows you to you customize profiles per game. So if you, like, want the bass up on a certain game or, you know, you want the treble up more or whatever, uh, even the surround settings on it, you can do a, customized profiles f- for a bunch of different games, and it saves it on that box. So, pretty interesting stuff. And now they announced a couple more, but uh, I think one of them was for 360 only, and the other one I really didn't look at yet. So, we'll uh, we'll take a look. I know they're showing those at PAX this week, so I'll take a look at the uh, at the, the the paperwork on that. So, good questions, good questions. Definitely, I'm actually I've got this planned with those those a, the uh, the headphones that you're going to let me borrow at Extra Life. I'm actually not going to clean my ears between now and Extra Life, so by the time I'm done with them, you'll just be sending them home with me. Like, just take them. Just take them. So hopefully, hopefully that works out. You son of a bitch. First email. And I'm going to skip the first paragraph, although we thank you. You love our podcast. We very much appreciate it. Definitely. <laughs> my question is regarding the PS3 hardware failure. I had my PS3 60-gigabyte model since 2007. Three days ago, it stopped suddenly while playing Battlefield Bad Company 2. When I tried to switch it on, the red light turns yellow and then flashes and the machine turned off immediately. Can't even get the disc out. Phoned Sony, says it's a hardware failure and can't be fixed. My question is that has any one of you experienced such a problem? 
If yes, yep. what is the solution? And should Sony take some responsibility? I know it's out of nope. warranty, but it's still a hardware failure of something they manufactured. Finally, has anyone told Joel that he sounds exactly like Vince Vaughn? No. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I also had that with, with Josh there. Same problem. Yeah. Lost, lost my 60 gig. It died. They did get the disc out when I sent it in. It did cost a, a decent amount to get it fixed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty much fried out. You should be able to get the disc out of there, though. Um uh, like, shove a credit card in there. Not all the way, yeah. of course, but. Uh, <laughs> I need my disc and yeah. my credit card. No, Thank it, you, it, Sony. If you get if you get under the disc and lift on it a little bit, it should pop out. But uh, they're usually pretty good about if you send the system in uh, to get it fixed or whatever, uh, or even if you just want to send it in to get the game out. They're usually pretty good about that. At least in the U.S., we can't speak for Europe. I have no idea how they how they do. You know, no. This yeah. guy's this guy's from Scotland too. It's from Omar Hassan. Sorry, yeah. I forgot to mention his name there. Yeah, and this is this is the thing that happened to me. I same exact thing. You know, it yellow light, yellow light of death. And but I didn't have a disc in there at the time. I actually put it away and just lived off my eighty gig at the time. My eighty gig Metal Gear Solid one that still had backwards compatibility and. Eventually, I got to the point where we were almost finished with the house, and I was like, I need my extra PS3 now. What am I going to (laughs) do? And when I looked online, the offer they had was, if you have the old 60 gig, you can get the recertified Slim for 120 bucks. Yeah, that's rocked it, too. That's what I went with, yeah, because it's just... I mean, it's it's a hardware failure. It's yeah, it, it sucks, and yeah, it's probably something that shouldn't have happened. But you know, this is the reality of it. And they're not in a Microsoft situation where millions and millions of people are getting this error, and they have to put out one point one billion dollars set aside to fix these, and and they're doing the the repairs for everybody. You know, it just it happens to some people. It doesn't happen to others. It's it's yeah. just one of those things. So, yep. Unfortunately, you're going to have to go through through Sony support. I I tried to fix mine. I I went through all the YouTube videos. I took mine apart. I documented the whole thing with pictures. I did all the the reheating yeah, of the I mean, elements that, and that everything. That stuff's usually just a temporary fix anyway. I mean, well, when you get yeah, to that it point... it didn't work at all for me. When you get to that <laughs> point, you can grab the Blu-ray drive out of there and get the disc out. I mean, it's, it's really easy yeah. to get it out of the case, so... Yeah. I mean... But it's not worth taking all apart. No. I mean, I ended up having to send it back anyway, because it didn't work for me. And I just ended up having to send it back anyway. And... You know, my new Slim, that's the one that's upstairs. That's the one I brought to Milwaukee for Extra Life last year. I love that thing. It works great. Yeah. You know, it's quote-unquote recertified, but t- to me, it's a brand-new Slim. Yeah. I've not had a problem with it. It it works absolutely great. So it was worth the 120 bucks just to swap it out and get the new one. And here I have a Slim sitting here, and I haven't played it yet. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Anyway. All right, on to number three. Two. Wait, number what? no. What? I'll do no no. I'm gonna do it. Number two A. <laughs> Cause I messed up. Alright. 
Uh, this one's from Jamie Thompson. Dear PS Nation, I'm sitting here looking at my PS2 collection and thinking about all the great games that I no longer play because, let's face it, wires suck. <laughs> my couch is too far away from the TV for the PS2 controller to reach, it's and in typical cable. gamer fashion, I'm too lazy to reorganize. Is there any way to connect a DualShock 3 controller to the PS2? No. When you inevitably say no, that would be way too cool to actually work. What is the best option for wireless controls on the PS2 in your wise and all-knowing opinions? Cheers, Jamie. Firehawk41 on the PSN. P.S. Glenn was talking about Heath Ledger a few weeks ago. If you want to see him in an early role, check out Two Hands. For a very Australian take on a gangster film, I'd be interested to hear what you thought of it. Did you ever see that? Yep. Great oh, movie. Yeah, What'd you yeah think? great movie. Very Australian, though. <laughs> <laughs> very Australian. What, did they punch a bunch of kangaroos? And No, it was... I mean, it, it got... I remember a couple of characters you couldn't really understand too much. It, it was kind of like watching Snatch with the Pikes, where you're mm. just like, what? Yeah. Uh... No, I, yeah, I've seen it. it. It's been a while. I don't remember too much about it, but I remember seeing it. Uh, the one from Australia that I saw recently, it's really good. It's on Netflix streaming. It's something like The Lion or something like that, where um, this guy's daughter uh, disappears, and he goes after her, and he's basically just uh, like an everyday guy, and he gets into some pretty deep shit. Hmm. That movie was fantastic. I think it was just called The Lion. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I've seen the one he's talking about. Hmm. Okay, so for wireless controller on the PS2, I had one. Logitech. <laughs> that's the yeah, one I just looked up. that's a good one. Yep. Yes. And they're hard to find now. Um, I probably still have one in the box up in the attic somewhere. I was going to put it on eBay eventually, but, you know, maybe we could work something out here. Um, <laughs> but the Logitech, I bought that when it came out, which I looked that up February 2006. Because that's that was my biggest problem, was wires. I was sick of wires all over the place. And I had been living wireless Jesus. for all that time. From February till the PS3 came out, I was wireless with my controllers, and I was freaking loving it. <laughs> it yeah. You just pop a little, a little dongle, basically, into the... You know, it looks like a memory card. You pop that into the... Uh, receiver slot for the controller and you've got it's it's got a little heft to it it's got some weight to it because it takes like four double a batteries yeah um but the batteries last forever well they also really, it's like rubberized it had this great texture yeah it's so mm-hmm. comfortable it's such a great controller really responsive really nice i love the hell out of that thing uh it looks like the be- best place to go because a lot of people want a hundred dollars for these now yeah. Uh, go to fye.com, which is an electronics uh, store here in, in the U.S. Uh, and looks like you can get them for forty bucks there, and it looks like Ooh. they're in stock. That's too much, though. They shouldn't be more than yeah, twenty bucks. This day and age, you're gonna have to find them used at a mom and pop shop, really. Uh, well, yep. you know, yeah. I probably have a brand new one in the attic. That's pretty good because I've had a few of these and they actually fry out. They're they're yeah. awesome controllers, but they fry out, so they're not. I, it's nice to have a brand new one. You should. That's okay. I still have my the original ones I bought for the PS2, and these were the ones I used playing 
San Andreas day in and day out <laughs> forever. <laughs> I I've never lost one of these. <clears throat> and I have several that I use and none of them have died on me yet. Hmm. I've and had like funny three thing or four is, of them die on me. I'm on like my fourth or fifth one now. That's because you're See, the so funny rough thing is, on your stuff. Well, yeah. yeah, he is. You know, he he gets up and he has to throw it down and run away. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, but the original ones had the actual triangle, circle, square, X. You know, with the colors and everything. And then I think there might have been a lawsuit or something. Because yeah, Sony made him change it. They changed it, and it's it's not quite the full triangle, circle, square, X. Yeah. It's sort of like Art Deco versions of them, and they're all gray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it is a fantastic uh, controller, though. I mean, uh, it my is. buddy had them, and we used them all the time. They're fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely Definitely. love them. They're yeah. perfect for wireless PS2. So, you know, either look for it online or, you know, contact me and maybe we'll work something out if I can find the one that's that's upstairs and or it's still in the box. get a PS2 extension cable and quit your bitching. Yeah. Because that's, that's what I use. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, next voicemail. Here we go. Hey, Glenn, Josh, and Joel. Um, this is Hana. Um, I am Hana on PSN. Um, I have a question. I have a bit of a problem. I was living in Italy last year, and while I was there, I bought a European PlayStation. And um, while I was there, I, you know, was playing games on and everything, brought it home with me, played games just fine here, um, and watched DVDs over there as well, like Blu-rays. They were region, region, what, two DVDs, Blu-rays? Bring it home here to uh, Los Angeles, plug it into two different HD TVs, one Sony, one Samsung, pop in a recently purchased um, Region 2 DVD I bought from Amazon UK, and I pop it in, it reads the disc, shows up on the XMB, I click on it, it shows that it's reading it, and then all of a sudden my screen goes blank and I have to unplug my PlayStation. What what can hmm. <laughs> like I did a little research. You know, HD TVs have should have no problem doing the transition between PAL and NTSC through the HDMI cable. Um, I just don't know why it's not working. Is there like something on my PlayStation that I have to mess with or or what? Um, kind of mad because you know ordering Blu-rays from Amazon UK with the the currency converter really isn't that cheap, so I'm kind of out of some money right now if this doesn't work, and that bothers me. Um, please let me know if you have any ideas. Uh, I'd really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Bye. Hmm. <laughs> I like the silence. <laughs> We're all like, uh. <laughs> I th- oh, sorry. I have my mic. I have my mic muted. Uh, or whatever, mic muted. Uh, I think it's an HDCP thing with HDMI, so I would suggest if you can get a hold of uh, some PS3 component cables and try those quick. If you if you know a friend that has some, uh, hook those up and see if it works. If it does, it's probably that you have HDMI uh, plugged into the PS3 and to the TV. There might be some kind of a lock out there with the HDCP encryption. That's, hmm. And that's been Tech Talk from PS Nation. I hope you figure it out, because, yeah, I bet you that is expensive. That is a really odd one. Or uh, 
I know it's expensive, but look for keep your eye on techbargains.com. Well, I mean, if the component cable thing works, you're there. It's not going to look it's going to look good, but not as good as like HDMI. So one thing you can do is if your TV has DVI, you might be able to get an HDMI to DVI converter and go that route, uh, but the sound won't go over that connection. So you have to do the sound through optical or something else. Uh, or you can get like a 24-inch computer monitor and do the same thing, get a, uh, an HDMI to DVI converter uh, and do DVI to the, to the uh, screen because a lot of times that encryption won't go over that connection then. So that's a couple things. But I would say try the component cables first. Which, if you have component cables for your PS2, it's the exact same one. Right. You just plug it right in. Right. So, and, you know, like Which I said, if you nice. don't have them, ask a friend and or see if there's someone that can lend them to you. Or if I'm, well, since I live in Wisconsin, see if you can find someone to borrow them to you. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I thought we said burrow. You got to burrow it to him. That's how we say burrow it, it to you. Burrow it to you. So yeah, good luck though. Let it keep us uh, keep us updated on that one. And of course, that Definitely. was that was Hannah. She she came to the live show. That's right. Yeah. All right. Next email. Oh, why do you keep sending me these? We get this question like once a month. Uh, yeah, no. It's from Oliver. He says, "Hey guys, last show when you talked about Mark's baby being born made me think of a question concerning Glenn's first co-host, Jared." Good old J-Rod. Uh, after the play he was in, what happened to him? Also, will Mark ever be on the show again? Thanks for producing a great show every week from Oliver, a.k.a. Zenzook. Uh, I have no idea what happened to Jared. Uh, he did that play, which I still kind of remember the description, but uh, then he was he was writing a couple articles for Robot Panic for the DGR guys, and then he just disappeared. Uh, no one's heard from him, so I have no clue. I... Don't even know if he lives in Portland anymore, honestly. Nico might know, because I know Nico talked to him a couple times. But, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, will Mark ever be back in the show? I think he will be. Um, I mean, right now he's just going through some stuff, and his daughter's still pretty new. Uh, he he and I kind of talked about him, maybe him doing Extra Life with us, but we don't know yet. Uh, I told him not to push it, just because, uh, like I said, their baby's pretty young yet, but... I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for him to be on the show again. He still has, has all of his recording equipment. So we would love to have him back, uh, you know, every now and then. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. He has to pay us. <laughs> <laughs> he still gets games sent okay. to him. That's okay. He doesn't so. listen. What do I care? <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Jared, though, I've, I haven't talked to Jared since he left the show. So I have no idea. Anyway. Next. Is it my turn? Yeah. All right. Is this the last email? Uh, I don't know. Should be. Sure, it's the last email. Could be. Hint, hint. All right. (laughs) Good afternoon. My name is Pablo Emeru69 on the PS3. I'm writing this email to talk about a couple of things. Number one, we kind of touched on this earlier, and Josh made mention of this. SingStar, remember a couple of podcasts ago when you guys talked about how to recover your songs? From the SingStar store? Well, I tried to contact support, but after two hours on the phone, they were unable to help. So I tried this, and it worked for me. This solution might delete your scores. <gasps> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> That's horrifying. <laughs> you gotta go, 
Go to the game data and delete the file that says contains SingStar downloads saved media player settings. Then go to account management, system activation, PS3 system, game, and then on. Then go back to your SingStar store and you'll be able to download your previous songs. I hope that helps someone with the same problem. Interesting. So yeah, he's basically deactivating his system after he deletes the file. He's deactivating mm-hmm. the system for games, reactivating it, and then it allows him to download them? Huh, I might have to try that. <laughs> and then the second uh, question, or second, I guess, point. I'm playing Sly on my PS3, and I'm really enjoying it. I was wondering if there are any plans of doing the same with the PS2 titles of Ratchet and & Clank and Jack and & Daxter hmm. in a PS3 oh, disc. Uh, I, would, I so wish. I would. I don't know about Ratchet and Clank. I think we're going to see one for Jack and Daxter. I would think so too. I think Ratchet and Clank maybe not because there's more of them. There's what four or five Ratchet and Clanks on the PS2. Yeah, and then there's Secret Agent it's, Clank too. Uh, yeah, plus so there's makes it plus there's two on the PS3 also. So you already got a couple there. Well, Whereas Jack and Dexter, it's been a long time since we've seen a Jack and Dexter title. Yeah. Besides the the, the Dexter one on the PSP. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a good game, actually. Yeah. Definitely. I would love to see those Ratchet and Clank games redone on the PS3, though. That would really be that would awesome. Kick ass. Yeah, I agree. I would. I mean, personal opinion. I would say I would love to see both of them, but I I don't think we would see a Ratchet and Clank one. I do. I do think there would be a Jack and Daxter one, and I hope I'm not like, I hope I'm not subconsciously somebody told me that, and I'm I'm letting out a secret, but I don't think I've heard <laughs> anything like that. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Last voicemail. Thanks for the emails, guys. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, it's Fluffy. There you go. Listen, mate. Um, hey. I got a question for you about what you said on your last show, and normally this is the kind of shit that I should be writing into you, but I'm driving, so. I think Fluffy was drunk when he was listening. Just wondering, you said that every PSP game was going to be on a digital thingy. Does that include the ones that were never going to be on the digital thingy? Like, what I want is Kingdom Hearts. Digital thingy? If I could find out if it's coming to this, because, you know, my PSP is almost broken. I'm either going to buy a new one or wait for the Vita or both, you know? I mean, I'm definitely getting the beta, but you know what I mean. Uh, this will save me a couple hundred on a machine I don't need, if it is. <laughs> if you can let me know, thanks. Uh, we fluffy, didn't say that, fluffy, yeah, fluffy. He's not paying attention. Yeah, bit of a misunderstanding there. Every Vita game will be on the digital thingy. Uh <laughs> Every PSP game, if it's digital, it's there. If it's not, well, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, you could yeah. possibly see down the road publishers deciding to do that. I mean, that's not, you know, there's nothing stopping them from doing that. Except yeah. for their own craziness I, and stupidity. I think the idea is that going forward, Sony figured out that as part of the new contracts, we need to make sure that any game released is on the PlayStation Store, period. Right. And and that's part of the Vita model. 
because it is mostly a digital machine. Yeah, you can buy the cards, but people don't want to have a hundred of those little cards laying around. They want to be able to just download it right to their machine. So that, I mean, that's part of the deal. The, the older games, the PSP games, not so much. I mean, those contracts are set and it's up to the publisher if to decide that, well, yeah, maybe we can make some money on it. So let's make it available for download. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's all your fault, you son of a bitch. Uh. <laughs> all right, well, we're done with all that stuff. Uh, let's get through this other stuff here real quick. If you want to contact us, a lot of different ways to do that, and obviously people are figuring that out. I think today is a good indication of that. Uh, you can email <laughs> us at podcast at psnation.org, or if you want to call us and leave us a cool voicemail, you can do that a couple different ways. You can call 715-502-9773. Or if you have Skype, you can just call WDT-Torgo. Uh, don't forget to look for our awesome Facebook group over on uh, or on Facebook. Just look up PS Nation and get over there and join the group. Uh, tons, tons of activity over there. It's crazy. Uh, you can also find our show in a few different ways. You can look at it over at uh, Stitcher.com. Find the player for your mobile device and check us out over there in the PS3 section, of course. Uh, also, if you have an iPad, an iPod Touch, or an iPhone, for $0.99 cents on the App Store, you can grab a Furious Gamer and uh, a bunch of different gaming podcasts out there that stream to your device. You can bookmark sections. You can also uh, you know, do a search on games, and you'll find the uh, spot in all the different shows that are talking about that game. And you can check all those out. Uh, don't forget to look for us over at Retroids.com, even though someone's got the teleprompter wrong here. Uh, Retroids.com, uh, our great podcast network over there. Uh, then, and that's where our official forums are at. So if you uh, hit the forums button on psnation.org, it's going to take you right to our forums on Retroids.com as well. And uh, like I just said, psnation.org, our personal site. Get over there. Uh, tons of comments on a lot of the different uh, stories. We do actively watch those as much as we can. And uh, that'll be the pretty much the portal for everything PS Nation, including all of our old home videos. Uh, Extra Life, when it's going on, we're going to have a page right there. And uh, all different kinds of cool shit. So definitely check it out. And uh, we got to pay the bills a little bit and talk for a couple of seconds about audiblepodcast.com slash psnation. Sign up for the 14-day free trial. Get a free book out of the deal. You get to keep that book, even if you don't keep the account past the 14-day trial. And uh, even if you do that, still helps us pay the bills a little bit. So definitely check that out, audiblepodcast.com slash psnation. And if you want to you know, show off your love for PS Nation out in the, in, in the public, you know, the one day a week that you go out in public, like me, Check out zazzle.com slash psnation, where you can find all kinds of t-shirts. If you like the Trophies Yo shirt at home, you can grab it over at Zazzle.com slash PSNation. You can customize those shirts to your liking. Put your name on it if you want. Uh, put put uh, Josh's picture on it with a big circle of the line through it. Whatever you want to do. And uh, you can check out our hat. What? Nothing. No, Josh, nothing. Just keep watching the game. Are you <laughs> just trying to wake me up for this whole thing? What's, no, no, no. Go back to sleep. You're good. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> You're a big fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so check out Zazzle.com slash PS Nation. Hats, shirts, Christmas ornaments, stickers, all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, that helps us pay the bills a little bit too. So, boys, anything else? 
Yeah, one last thing I wanted to plug Raj's story. He asked us to. <laughs> oh, just He's do got that need to ask to us. Oh, it's, I see how it is. It's pretty spectacular. Yeah, we get, get pushed around by the writers. You know, they they're so demanding the inmates the running the asylum i us. see how it's gonna be <laughs> no no this no no he's got it. this yeah definitely he's got this weekly recap that he's putting up on the site it's called in and in other news and he just really goes through the last week of of stories that we may have not have gotten around to posting and just kind of summarizes them all and it puts a lot of effort into it pretty cool stuff so Indeed. check out yeah. the and in others news post in addition not- to all the great stuff on psnation.org it's not just like three or four stories it's huge post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's I, way more. I expected like like five stories, and then when I saw it the first time, I was like, <gasps> "It's a lot of stuff." And also, I mean, you guys. Also, uh, we're not going to be doing every review on the podcast anymore. We're just getting too much stuff sent to us now that the three of us can't cover everything. So our writers are actually going to be picking up a lot of the reviews. So if you guys are interested in certain games like Deus Ex. Uh, what is it? Human fat? What the hell is it called? Now, yeah, whatever. De- the new Deus Ex. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Bill's actually got exactly. that one for review, and uh, we're going to be, uh, you know, peppering the website with with reviews as well as reviews on the show. So we're not going to be mirroring reviews like we usually do. Uh, so a lot of stuff. If if you don't hear it on the show, it's probably going to be over on the website. Uh, because we should be covering most of the games that are coming out this this season, so uh, definitely keep your eyes out on the website. You can R, you know you can subscribe to the RSS feed for the website as well, and uh, you can put that on your like Google page or Google Google Reader, all that kind of stuff. So uh, we thank everybody every week for uh, sticking with us. And apparently, I haven't gotten a look yet, but we got a ton more iTunes reviews, Joel. We did, yeah. So thank you, everybody, for that. Awesome. And shout out to the writers. You know, PS Nation is more than just Josh, Glenn, and I. It's Jason, Justin, Ray, Raj, and Bill, the writers on the website. Yeah, definitely. Great great stuff. Big team. It's going strong. Definitely. So uh, thanks very much, everyone. We will talk to you next week. Uh, we'll probably have a Madden review. We will. I think. Maybe. You betcha. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. You'll be playing that. Yeah, you'll be fine. That's a game you actually mm-hmm. like. or does he we'll find out next week thanks much everybody get out there play some games have a great week there's another aspect of the American landscape that no one ever talks about the porno shop every town has one no matter where you go there's at least one store in every town adult novelties marital aids adult videos open 24 hours open 24 hours open 24 hours that's the one aspect of the equation I never could get a hold of. They're all open 24 hours. When did that start? Hey, boss, when do we close? Never! <laughs> this is Milwaukee, damn it. People need dildos. <laughs> Four in the morning on a Tuesday in March. If you want Joy Jelly, we are here to meet your needs. <laughs> it's nice to live in a country that has its priorities straight. The library's open three hours a week and the fuck shop's 24-7. <laughs> Have you ever gone into one of these stores? No. (laughs) It's amazing. You go in, walls of dildos. Just walls of dildos. And somebody makes them. That's somebody's job. Some guy gets up at six. (sighs) (sighs) Time to make the dildos. So I feel like telling these dipshits on the sidewalk, good any change? 
Hey, pal, if you can't get a job pouring foam into a dildo mold... I don't think my change is going to help. You have $400 worth of metal hanging off your lip. Smelt it. You have a year's worth of quarters right there. Tattoos cost money. You had change at one point. You made a choice. Ham sandwich, eagle with a giant penis on my elbow. I remember watching the Los Angeles riots a couple of years ago when I was with my friends and we were watching the violence get closer to where we lived and closer to where we lived. And then suddenly they looted Fredericks of Hollywood. And I just started laughing. And I knew we'd be okay. Because that's not a planned maneuver. <laughs> that is a blind act of rage. <laughs> no one's thinking, I'm tired of all these years of oppression and police brutality. God damn it, I'm getting a teddy. <laughs> I'm going to get me a pair of crotchless panties and send a message to the man. I saw him, officer. I saw him. He had really mean eyes and a big tattoo and a peach-colored pinwa about mid-thigh. Very classy and sexy, which is hard to pull off, but I think he did a very good job. 